What's happening, people? This your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco, and welcome to this episode, man. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes, type in This Ain't No Podcast, and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Also, This Ain't No Podcast, and if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to discuss for next episode, hit us up on Gmail at thisaintnopodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at notapodcast, N-O-T-T-A podcast. A lot, but hey, we try to make it. Come on, baby. Don't you forget, this ain't no podcast. Here we are. Yo, don't, don't ever disrespect me <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's breaking your heart. Yeah, yo, because one, it's making me mad because, like, uh, there's arguments to be made now. The, the music isn't what it used to be, and like, he's just out here. Just saying a bunch of fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, my nigga. Yeah, like, it Particularly was about Sierra, like, <laughs> they look like a happy couple. <laughs> yeah, he just can't let them live, yo. <laughs> he just can't let them live. Like, yo, come on. Let them live. Let them be happy and little future look happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, like, that pic, you know, kissing the baby and shit. Come on. You got to just let them, let them be cool. You know what I'm saying? Let, let them be, you know. It's funny. That brings me to... Uh, Matter of fact, fuck that. Let's just get into it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we recording, so okay. I ain't know if you. You probably didn't know because I'm leaning into the mic and shit. All right, you ready, Uncle Buck? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm ready. Ready to start this thing? Let's do it. All right, let's go. What I got? Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen. God damn, we here. Yeah, T A M P. Hold up. Hope y'all hear that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Shall we do our intro? Yeah, let's do it. Who I got the up? Oh, nobody on the left. <laughs> B Prince is in the shot town. Enjoying that windy ass weather. Shout out to him, he a savage. Who I got in front of me? Uncle Buck. B B B Big Buck brand. Big Buck Industries. The high yellow bastard is back again. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Who I got up? Oh, he ain't here either. <laughs> What's going on? We a little light. I think, you know, Giz got the pink eye. He said he got Pink Floyd. Hey, hey. I mean, it's going around. We may have to lice all these damn microphones. What's going on here, Uncle Buck? You had that shit before. Hey, I got it from, you know, Lil Buck. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Let me do me, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh. Yeah, y'all wanted that money. Hey, hey. And it's your boy, Fish Montana, a.k.a. El Pesco. Yeah. Oh. Yo, you don't remember Roscoe P. Colchain. Oh, this ain't him, though. Who's this? This was, uh. Who's that rapping? Is it Roscoe? No, Roscoe was after this nigga. So Roscoe had that weird flow. He's like, can't let me game him in I, uh, <laughs> He rapped like that. Hold up, this is Roscoe. Hold up. Nope, that's not Roscoe. There you go, this is Roscoe. Okay. It's kind of like a gangster Magoo flow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like a gangster Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> like a gangster ass Magoo and shit. <laughs> All right, let's plug a little shit. Can we do that? Let's do it. Uh, Twitter, not a podcast. That's N O T T A podcast. Hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Gmail. This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. 
and Instagram. This ain't no podcast. Put the at in front of that. Uncle Buck. App Liver. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, that was that's him? What, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it was. That's what I remember. And, um, damn, yo, B Prince in the Shy Town and shit. Giz is gone. <sighs> this is you and me. Like, what's going on here, yo? Everybody dropping, man. It's that time of year. God damn. You know what? I found a, I found a song. I'm going to just start this off before we get into any topics. This, I thought. <laughs> is it fitting? <laughs> <laughs> you probably know who this is. Uh, where's it? I found out because I was listening to this song and I was high. <laughs> and <laughs> and this shit just was like <laughs> I want to play this when I have a uh, a young lady over. Mm. It's one of those songs that you, she just should know was going down when it's played. Okay, you ready? Yeah, go All ahead. Right. Let's play this right now. So you can get the vibe when of I it. Start making love. I don't just make love. Mm. I be stroking. Hey, hey, that's what I be doing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know about this song. So this used to be on like a one of those cheap commercials they used to come on back in the day when they advertised like uh, solid RP gold or something like that. You call that one eight hundred number? Yeah. They ship out to you. This should be on like a Viagra commercial. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you something. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Have you ever made love before breakfast? <laughs> Yo, hold on. Listen, like I know we had an R and B talk, actually the past couple episodes. But you know, <laughs> the thing I love about old school R and B, they would keep the crowd engaged because they would ask some fucking questions like that. He <laughs> was like, you know, question and response. Yeah, Q and like, A. <laughs> let me ask you something right there in the front row. Bit with the big titties. When the, <laughs> what time of day do you make love? <laughs> All day, baby. All day, daddy. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Hold on, yo. Then he was like, do you make love before breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Got some ham. Got some scrambled eggs. Got some scrapple. <laughs> Do you mix your good pussy with some pancakes? <laughs> like, yo. Now imagine just like you don't smoke or nothing. So it's like, but imagine smoking, right? Mm-hmm. And you just minding your business, see what I'm saying? Enjoying your herbal essence, see what I'm saying? And and a group message uh, text comes in, and this is what the fuck is in the group. You're like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my homeboy Brock. He dropped this in the uh, message, and he was like, yo, this this song is funny as shit. So I had to click on it. And I'm stroking to the east. I'm stroking to the west. Because it can be, I think that's a double entendre. You could be talking about fucking. Yeah, I mean. You could be talking about, you know, you know, diddling himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I thought. Well, I think that's an inspiring song. It's a song about possibilities, right? <laughs> Options. <laughs> Where do I want to stroke? Do I want to stroke to the east? Stroke to the west. Do I want to stroke to the west? These are, these are legitimate uh, concerns uh, somebody needs to have, yo. That's why I used to love it when I was little buck. Um, the song, actually, this commercial used to come on. That was always the song that ended the commercial. <laughs> and I think he was a big motherfucker, too. Yeah? Yeah, I mean. Clarence Clark? I think so. Oh, I'm sorry, Clarence Carter. That's his name. Shout out to him, man. 
He was the first overweight lover. <laughs> Stroking to the east. Hold on. <laughs> what else you want to ask him, Clarence? Have you ever made love on a couch? Ooh, a couch. <laughs> what well, am asking this? But he's asking basic ass questions. <laughs> I was like, like, yes, I have made love before breakfast, <laughs> and I have made love on the couch. Like, what the fuck? He asked, like, have you ever made love on a on the back of a school bus? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. give it, like, give, you gotta give it out there. Show the real freaks. Well. Didn't this song come out in the seventies? I, I, mm, I think so. Probably sound like it. Okay, so there you go. She was real basic back then. Expectations were low. Again, yes, I have. <laughs> Talking about pimping. These yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are very basic places you make love since yo. the invention of the automobile. <laughs> People have been making love in the back seat. You know what I'm saying? Good day, good sir. Would <laughs> you like to be topped off? What you, do, what you do? <laughs> I'd like to court you in my back seat of my Ford. You know what I'm saying? My T Bird. Get out front and just crank, crank the little shaft. Oh, yeah. Turn the little joint. We need some heat. Yo, you know those seats was made out of metal, too. So it's it should like be hard as American steel. Just plowing your girl in there. It should be branded. She have a friend in the back of her. <coughs> Feeling hot, cold on her ass and shit. That's how the tramp stamp got invented. Oh yeah, she had Ford, that Ford <laughs> you know on the back, <laughs> and just cold burns on her ass from the car he is starting up. Oh man, what else are you asking? Hold on, one more. What else are you saying? Hey. I remember one time I made love on the back seat of a car. Oh, what else? The police came and shined his light on With the police. Damn. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> Oh. He must be giving to it. The police, <laughs> police a, was impressed. With that. He was a savage. So you telling me the cops pulled up, mm-hmm. shine a light on y'all bare naked asses, and you told him, "I'm stroking." <laughs> Excuse me, officer. I'm He's like, oh, oh, hold on. He just dabbed him up. He's like, "Team on, player." Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Do your thing, brother Clark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What else? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> He had, to, he had to double down. Yeah. No, that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, my God. This yo. your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it to her. I ain't a copper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm plowing that thing. All right, let's get into some... <laughs> you want to get into some shit now? Oh, yeah, let's do it, man. All right, man. Speaking of funny shit, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a funny song. You uh, you you told me about the new um, documentary that came out on Netflix. Oh yeah, about the uh, if you forgot about the Fire Festival, <laughs> okay. People that don't know about the Fire Festival, it was a festival that happened in 2017. Supposed to happen. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Supposed mm-hmm. to happen 2017. That's right. That involved uh, Ja Rule was one of the investors in it, I believe, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like the face because you know Ja Rule they got need got to put a face to something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put the face to the festival. Um, that might be the name of the episode. Face to the festival. <laughs> hey. Yep. hey, you never know. I don't know. Put that in the pocket. But you know what I'm saying. And uh, what was the guy's name? Who Billy McFarland? Billy McFarland. He actually looks a lot like Seth McFarland. I'm wondering if they're related. It might be. I don't know. White people. <laughs> they got some bloodline somewhere. But um, yeah, he uh, he he basically was supposed to throw a like a luxurious, you know, uh. Uh, a resort type uh, festival with music and you're supposed to have these luxurious um, 
uh, like a villa? Were they supposed to be like villas or something like that? Or yeah, it was basically their idea at least was to go ahead and like take what Coachella does and take it to the umpteenth level. Mm-hmm. Villas, uh, was it called uh, catamarans? Yeah, you yep, know, yep, um, yep, yep, yep. Even if you were getting like um, like a smaller, not necessarily like a tent. Pretty much, it was like exquisite. Um, chefs making like sushi. I mean, just excess at its finest. And what they wound up getting was cheese sandwiches, <laughs> lettuce, tomatoes, no mayonnaise or mustard or nothing. Uh, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> like they were promised um, all these celebrities were going to be there. Pretty much the good music family. Um, Blink 182, um, Travis Scott, just like all these different acts were supposed to be there. Um, we already talked about the villas and just like the excess from that end of things. Then they were also talking about like just hanging out with um, other celebrities. And they actually got celebrities um, or as they called them influencers uh, to go ahead and like post um, ads on social media to go ahead and promote it. Like uh, uh, Kendall Jenner. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably one of the most prominent names along with um, a few models and just other people. Uh, they got... Um, they gave him a bag, you know, to go ahead and say, like, hey, post this on your IG. Of course, they got, like, 98 million followers. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a great way to advertise. Man, first of all, I'm not going nowhere if you calling Kylie Jenner in a, what they say? The, the, these endo- they, what were they called? Influencers. Influencers. Mm-hmm. That sounds sketchy. Well, there's a name, and after you watch, like, the documentary, you can kind of see why, uh, Again, like there was no association with like uh, these influences on doing the quote fingers and um, the actual uh, people associated with fire. But just uh, I think the campaign, it fe- featured like an all orange background. It's almost like a, a blackout type thing. <laughs> yeah. Talking about like catch fire, come join me at so-and-so, so-and-so, use the special code. And you just read the comment section. And again, these people have like millions and millions of followers and they see, I guess like people they look up to advertising something exquisite and something new. Hey, look, I'm trying to live that lifestyle. You know, I want to be in on the ground floor. So hell yeah, I'm there. This this shows me how, how dangerous social media is, yo, to me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's watching it. It's like, so I'll put it like this. The impression I got from uh, a Billy McFarlane, he's a millennial himself. Yeah. He's like 25, 26, something like that. And, excuse me. He recognized the key things about his, his generation. Um, a lot of people have like disposable income to a degree just because there are uh, many people still living at home. <clears throat> Facts. Um, <laughs> they aspire for a lifestyle that they currently don't have you know um they recognize the influence that various celebrities Mm -hmm. do have and they want people to think they have this they have access to it you know um it's accessible um so it was like the perfect plan the the only caveat to that is like you also get an impression looking at billy mcfarland he's a sociopath Mm. a sociopath from the standpoint that he is a habitual liar and he just takes advantage of people and it's like his lies compound lies like he can't help himself and he aspires himself to go ahead and kind of live that lifestyle that he's promoting Mm -hmm. and he's willing to do whatever it takes and step on whoever he needs to to go ahead and obtain that lifestyle i mean you know it just 
that scam of life, yo. That's what it sounds like he's living. You know what I mean? Lies on top of lies, and he just fell apart. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and poor Ja Rule had to go down with him. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you know, he... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor Ja, man. Where's Ja? <laughs> Did they play this during a the documentary? I they should have. Like <laughs> Damn. I haven't heard this in a minute. Nigga, Ja was like, man, this is fucked up. <laughs> I'm a murder. <laughs> it's gonna be straight murder. Yo, they didn't have John in the doc, did they? Yeah, they. Well, so the actual people giving their testimonies, if you will, like during the doc, they were the ones, um, kind of like associated with, I guess, like making it happen. They were either like former associates of Billy's from his like his uh, starter company, um, and how he was originally introduced to uh, Ja Rule. Uh, it's called Magnesis. Pretty much, it's almost like it was a glorified black card for millennials associated to your debit card. Mm. Um, even that was bullshit, <laughs> you know. But like but because he was so great at marketing himself at the time, he was pretty much getting like free publicity by like the press, just because he didn't the press at the time they didn't necessarily research what the company was actually doing in the hard numbers. They just saw a young cat out here hustling and he was taking these uh, glamorous pictures with all these celebrities living this like lifestyle in this townhouse where they're partying. Um, he got uh, Rick Ross to go ahead and take a picture with the card. Really? Yeah. He, um, just like other celebrities. And mind you, he, uh, he basically gave, um, I think he gave a rack to, uh, to Ross, you know, to hold the card and, you know, and again, take a picture and, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But again, the average person, when they see that, they think like, Oh shit. Right, you know what I'm saying. He had pictures with uh, Wale, at, just like at, other look, people. Look how stupid we are. I mean, and I, and again, mm. I want to say stupid as much as like uh, very impressionable. I used uh, like yeah. that just because yeah. I think they just do this as a con artist, you know. And he, uh, who doesn't want to go ahead and inspire to do bigger and better things? It's just that he found him. He was able to manipulate it. And I guess that seems like a be a key topic too. Whether we're talking about some of the craziness that's going on with the R. Kelly stuff. And this dude, where they said that he has like a golden tongue, you know, he's able to go ahead and kind of like talk his way and kind of smooth talk. Um, he's almost like a car salesman. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. And he had like investors. Um, uh, one of them was, uh, I want to say he's Andrew McClendon. And who is? He is or was, and I'll get to that in a second. He was um, like the CEO behind Chesapeake Energy. Oil company, and you might Damn. recognize the name from uh, Chesapeake Energy uh, yeah. Arena, the yeah, OKC yeah, 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 yeah. Thunder and stuff. He was like one of the owners. The keyword uh, was I used was was because while that was one of Billy's idols, and he was able to go ahead and convince this mm-hmm. dude to go ahead and cut him like a five hundred thousand dollar check and seed money initially for like Magnesis. Long term, he ended up being just like Billy, where he ended up going oh, down. He was shit. inflating numbers, and I don't know if, you, <laughs> yeah, he was inflating the numbers. SEC, you know, came after the dude, all yeah. this other stuff. So I guess that was a foreshadowing, and Billy just didn't learn his lesson. And you know, throughout the thing, you just see like, you know, when his team felt like they were working for him and battling for him because he was like positive throughout, even though like they could see this is clear bullshit, and they were like blatantly lying and false advertising. You know yeah. what I'm saying to like the general public trying to put together like a huge concert within like a month and a half. And when I say like a month and a half, it's now like, oh, everything was already set. 
on one hand, you know, uh, Ja came into the picture, at, you know, for the uh, the black card. Where's but, Ja? Yeah. <laughs> That's how they initially got put on. But Called then, ja. um, also, you know, he wanted to use Ja for, like for uh, was it other promotional items. Um, it was going through all these different channels to go ahead and book an artist. So when he finally did connect with Ja, they got the rap in and Ja wanted to go ahead and bring it to the business world on another end of things. They start um, the whole concept for fire was, hey, let's create an app where it makes it easier to go ahead and actually book the artist directly. Cut out like all, you know, the middleman and all this other stuff. We can kind of, you know, just book them on the spot, wire the payment, so on and so forth. And they were like, hey, you know what? Why don't we throw a festival to go ahead and kind of like, you know, advertise it. Man, what don't just show you like people like that. What if they actually did actually use their talents for like something positive? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. The dude Billy McFarlane, <clears throat> obviously he's talented because like you get to be a criminal, you gotta be a, you gotta be smart, especially like, to pull off something like this. The mafia, they some of the smartest businessmen in history if you really think about it. You know what I'm saying it was used for the wrong shit. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's, it's the geniuses in many. I was done. How it's operated? You know what I'm saying? I ever thought about like, damn, what if this motherfucker? He probably could be like a billionaire. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? If he did it legit, but you know, greed comes in and all that shit and. They need the quick money, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you you, you did it. But, well, people like that, I respect the hustle. If you can hustle the game and shit like that, it's fucked up. You left people stranded <laughs> with, with half-eaten bologna sandwiches and all that, you know what I'm saying, and tents. It's fucked up how it happened. But And also, to get them people there, though? The number of unpaid workers? Yeah. Um, <laughs> unpaid jobs? <laughs> like, well, the job was probably, was job paid? See, and that part was kind of left out in the cloud, so to speak, oh. in terms of level of uh, Jaws' um, involvement. Oh. I will say that I know Jaws. Yep. Damn it, Jaws. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Jaws ja wasn't present for most of the stuff. It's mostly uh, Billy Hamlin, like the day to day, right? Yeah. Uh, like you said, Jaws, like the face. But Jaws was part of those uh, conference calls. He would make frequent visits down to the Bahamas to go ahead and take a, uh, you know, look at everything. And then after everything broke, it was very clear, you know, from the video because they actually had like a uh, video because they were doing video chat because everybody, you know, all the uh, people for the company weren't there in attendance. Right. Yeah. So they were showing like video clips that, you know, um, that they had. Billy's in, you know, the meeting and he's real somber and all this other stuff. Jaws, you know, like, look, y'all, it's not over. <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. And they were like, well, aren't we going to go ahead and to, uh, go to the public and let them know like what was happening? And, you know, fortunately, they got scammed. Look, it's not a scam. Now, false advertising that basically Jaw clearly be heard trying to spin the whole story. And he's blatantly saying that, like, how can we go ahead and spin it so they don't look as bad? Mm. You know, um, <laughs> it wasn't the most flattering. I know Jaw's come out and bashed that along with the uh, the Hulu uh, movie. What's it called? Fire Fraud. Yeah. But, um, yeah, unless Jaw's going to come out with his own and he has evidence to actually back it up. These people, they were actually workers behind the scenes trying to make shit happen and they actually have like phone clips and it's clearly Jaws voice <laughs> saying like incriminating shit because the only one person like yeah you know what I'm saying we got murder you know um, <laughs> say murder every every few sentences <laughs> you know what I'm saying and come then on, the, to me the craziest shit was uh, more so when they were trying to make it happen Billy uh, was talking to I guess like his guy on the ground trying to like get shit done you know, he's almost like a handler, if you will. Yeah. And when shit was about to hit the fan, when they realized they weren't going to have water, you know, for the attendees, because 
the um, experience that they were originally advertising real quick was supposed to be on Pablo Escobar's island. And he was getting the impression that he bought it. Turns out he didn't. So they yeah. got kicked off that island and went to another part of the Bahamas. That I there was get a little evicted bit, from an island. <laughs> listen, and it was going to be a challenge there because there was no plumbing or anything like that. You know, so half the shit he was advertising off the top was impossible. Yeah. They found like a campground almost that at least had some plumbing. And that's what they're trying to build on. And these to say there was like sewage problems, all this other stuff. They were trying to get the Baha- uh, Bahame- Bahame- Bahamian. I guess let's just go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, uh, government to go ahead and release like water. They had it on trucks, but they weren't going to go ahead and release it. So Billy called his man Andy. I think his name's Andy. Um, hey, listen, I need you to fly down here right away. Um, and this is Andy actually recounting the story. Uh-huh. He was like, "I need you to get down here right to w- right away, and I need you to take one for the team." You, Talk, this is Billy talking to Andy. Yeah. Okay. You are, you know, basically like a, you know, the gay leader of this team and stuff. I need you to go over to like the inspector's office and suck his dick. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Make it happy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, do whatever you gotta do. <laughs> he, he said he went home, gargled. He had to take a shower, and he said, at this point, I'm already like. Knee deep in it, so he said he was prepared to go over there and suck the suck the guy's dick. <laughs> Unfortunately, wait, wait, wait. are you like literally suck his dick? Yeah, really, literally suck his dick. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not, no, I'm not bullshitting. Like they really, he's on he his testimony is right here on on the actual <laughs> documentary. Those are his words verbatim. <laughs> that that phone call happened. <laughs> Oh no, baby! John, how you let that man go? We're about to let him suck a dick. <laughs> you gotta be shitting me, Uncle Buck. Tell me you're joking right now, right? I'm giving you a chance to say you're joking. This is no bullshit. This, honest to God, and I want to use God's name in this thing, but that's how serious I am. That's what comes out. God, like, don't put me in this. <laughs> He's the guy said that. Billy made that phone call, and he said, unfortunately, I was prepared to do it because they he was just trying to make the concert happen. They already knew it was, like, <laughs> fucked up shit going Bro, on. you can't suck a dick for a concert, yo. And he was trying to suck the guy's dick to go ahead and get the water <laughs> released, so they at least had water for it. He said, so he went over there, prepared to do it, but they had a conversation. The guy was like, look, I want to go ahead, you know, just take your word, and I'll, I'll release the water to you. So he didn't suck a dick that day, but he was prepared to do it. <laughs> he was prepared to suck a dick. Yeah. He was willing to suck dick for water. He needs to like go to Flint or something, yo, like or something. <laughs> he need to go there and like help them motherfuckers in Flint get some clean water. If you willing to suck a dick for some water, come on now. And he said he was down for it. he was gonna do it. He was gonna do it. They was he was Billy like yo, I got some money for you, <laughs> or he was just like, <laughs> I guess like I, I need you to do this. I need you to do me a solid. Suck the guy's dick. <laughs> to go ahead and make this I need you to man up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be a man. Okay, tie those boots up and go suck that dick for the team. Suck <laughs> you know a duck for a buck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, oh, damn it. I wish I would have. If I would have seen that. So, and again, that's only like one of the craziest things. The next craziest thing is after all this shit breaks loose, he's getting fucking bashed in the media. Uh, he's asking people to suck dicks. The FBI is investigating him after, like you know, everything hits the fan. They yeah. find like you know, like, people showing up there being stranded. Um, it turned into the fucking uh, 
uh, what do you call it? Like uh, the Crusades, uh, uh, King Arthur type shit, where like people fight amongst themselves, trying to like fight over like uh, mattresses and food, <laughs> toilet paper, whatever they can grab their hands on because yeah. it was madness trying to survive the night Every when they were stranded. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, to get back to the States. You know, the staff ends up, like, unfortunately being every man for themselves, fearing for their lives. They evacuate the island, kind of left the people there. Yeah. Um, Billy disappears. He kind of breaks the news to his staff, like, they ain't going to get paid, but he's not firing them. So they're wondering about their unemployment benefits and shit. Yeah, because he had no money. Well, he should have just fired them. That's how fucked up he is. Um, <laughs> this man still didn't learn his lesson. Being investigated by the FBI and everything. Because he had the contact list of people that were um, b- that bought tickets for fire, he started another shady business. And instead of him being the face, he got another 22, 23 year old to be the face. His name was Frank. He was calling people, convincing them Hold to on. buy tickets. Did Frank suck any dicks? He Don't. didn't suck it. Not, not, not that I know of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, um, Billy didn't ask him to suck it. Yeah. Dick. Okay, cool. At least not on camera. Jesus. But, <laughs> Yeesh. but basically, he was trying to scam people again, saying that uh, they can buy. Um, Contact Frank if you're trying to get tickets to... Um, He's selling more fake tickets? To the Oscars, if you're trying to get backstage pass and take pictures with uh, J-Lo. Yeah. Oh, more. man. It's like he didn't learn his lesson. That's what I mean. He's pathological. He's a sociopath in, in a sense. He kept digging himself into a hole. He used to say, See? you know, that him getting found out too and uh, serving six years. And he has to promise that... Um, He's barred from forever being the CEO or being the director of a board or anything like that. Any anywhere, anywhere. Look, see, you deserve those six years, and you deserve another six for asking your homeboy to suck a dick for water. That's just that should be a crime in itself. Come on now, did John know about this? Did John know about him asking the his dick homeboy sucker? to suck a dick? I don't know I he knew about the on. dick sucking. He knew he definitely. John had to know. And again, I'm not saying that he was involved in that level of detail. But going down there, you either like two hands off and you deserve some blame or, or you were just like totally complicit with it yourself because you had to set eyeballs on it in terms of, you know what? We promised villas and this is some fucked up shit. These are actually hurricane tents that we set up <laughs> and they have cots in them, <laughs> you know, and then the mattresses weren't even on the cots. It was still wrapped <laughs> in plastic. <laughs> We got mattresses. You just got to put it together yourself. See, John would have saved it all if he just, you know what I'm saying? If he just would have came through with some a few hits. Yep. Come on, man. What if, did you think John hopped out the helicopter and, and, and fire a festival like this? They said, they said that everything hit the fan before you even got there. Yeah. And I guess he was smart enough like, here, let me stay my ass up here in New York. I ain't going to do none of that. You feel me? Should have just dig, hopped out with the with Bobby Brown and saved the day with that damn helicopter. Where, where was this helicopter? If the helicopter landed in the middle of the field, where was this helicopter? At? You know what I'm saying? So you telling me you can hop out the helicopter with Bobby Brown, but you can't save these people? I know you got that helicopter somewhere. I, uh, FBI sees the helicopter. I actually think because those people are young enough that if he would have hopped out and Bobby Brown would have hit the ground, Doug Lovin. <laughs> Like Bobby, you still got it. <laughs> you still got it, Bobby Brown. They all got they got the same outfits. Because one, if you if you already got you lured them into this island with just pictures and you know what I'm saying you got everyone's eyes all you you, you put a little glitter in their face. You know what I'm saying? They paid thousand of dollars. What about the Blink One Eighty Two? Were they the only people that's supposed to perform? 
supposed to be Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, supposedly the good family, the good uh, the good music family. Oh, okay. And I was actually surprised about that if you really think about it, because Kendall's like promoting this shit too. And I'm like, that's your fucking brother in law. You didn't think to ask him like, hey, are you motherfuckers going down? There? Yeah, are you uh, <laughs> you associated with this? You going to Firefest? He's like, the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? I guess you know that's how rich people they be busy. They be moving, yeah, I guess shaking, so. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Or at least ask Kim. Like, hey Kim, I know you know Kanye in the studio. You know, but. Kim was probably like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. She's just too busy posting like a nude on her Instagram. <laughs> or fashion over. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Damn. We gonna move on. But like, I just want to say, people, do your research on shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't just, Instagram is the devil. Don't just see Rick Ross pick, taking a picture with something and you paying thousands to go see Blink-182 and eat a fucking dry ass cheese sandwich. How people paying ten thousand dollars to see Blink One Eighty Two, and I like Blink One Eighty Two. It's no no shade on them, but yeah, I just don't I, get it. I have no problem with Blink One Eighty Two. You know what I'm saying? But ten thousand dollars? I'm not paying ten thousand. I'm not paying ten thousand to go see fucking anybody. Yeah. Jay Z could bring back Biggie from the dead. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I still would not pay ten thousand dollars to go see that. That's that's a good point. I'm not paying ten racks. Come on. Yeah. Blink One Eighty Two, and they probably uh, what's the dude name? Travis. The drummer, the yeah. most famous one, Travis Barker. <laughs> Travis Barker, he probably won't even be there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Travis Barker busy, you know, like he's famous, famous. You know what I'm saying? Like he got shit to do. I don't know what the other ones are doing. They probably, you know, getting money somewhere. But Travis Barker is famous for real. But how is all that shit happening? And then you come up with another scam while you being invested. That's some bold shit right there. You got balls, man. Hey, well, them balls are, you know, Big Mo's now. (laughs) (laughs) Big Bubba. (laughs) Murder Bone. (laughs) Murder Bone taking them balls. You you got some big balls there, boy. (laughs) (laughs) You you asked your man to suck a dick. (laughs) Now you take one for my team. (laughs) You're going to take one for the team now. You all the team, nigga. (laughs) You want your cornbread? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Hey, all y'all, leave that man alone, man. He just tried to make a buck. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at him getting arrested, you know what I'm saying? Because white people scam different. Well, I mean, and they talk about that too, like how people on um IG and just social media in general didn't feel sorry. They were clowning them. They were talking about like, oh yeah, rich millennial problems. I agree. I ain't mad. I mean, I don't feel bad for them. Like man, you paid the, I mean, again, like you take a trip like that with no details at all. Cause the team themselves admitted, like, we didn't provide no details. Yeah. You still went down with Hey man, like hey, he look. I applaud him for being a hustler, and I also am not mad that he got arrested. You know what I'm saying? Both sides of the coin. You got, I mean, you got what you deserve, <laughs> nigga. Like the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna feel bad for you because you fucked up. Like you left thousands of people stranded and made them pay ten thousand. Well, you didn't make them pay, but and if you pay ten thousand to go see Blink One Eighty Two, I don't feel bad for you either. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. No, at all, everything, that's probably like the part that sticks with me the most. Paying $10,000 to see, see Blink-182. I think that's the more of the story. Yeah, you don't pay like, $10,000 to like see that, that's what, that's what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what made you go? Okay, you know what I'm saying? The, the whole island and all that shit is cool and all that. But you probably, they probably, that was probably the deciding factor was like, oh, you know Blink-182 gonna be there too. They're like, shit. They're like, what? <laughs> Get out of here. I still rocked that album from 2001. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Say it ain't so. Ain't that them? Yeah. Say it ain't so. I will not go. 
That's what you want to pay ten thousand dollars, man. <laughs> Say it ain't so. You pay ten thousand dollars to go see Blink One Eight Two. All right, man. Let's move on. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I gotta watch the documentary. Uncle Buck really just made me. I'm, now I definitely gotta watch this shit. You feel me? You know, I feel like you told all the good parts, but like, no, when you actually see it and hear the testimony and the inflection in their voices saying this shit, yeah, you're like, what the fuck? When you said the dick sucking thing, I'm like, that's gotta be. I thought you meant, you know, gotta you gotta kiss his ass. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? You were, he meant you literally, literally suck a dick, suck his dick. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna let y'all other people. You say you got a ride or die homeboy out there. I bet you ask him if he's gonna suck a dick for you. How? I I take a bullet for you, but I ain't sucking no dick. I will get shot for you. I ain't sucking a dick. You know what I'm saying? If that's if he's willing to do it, you you still probably need to find a new homeboy. It's like what? (laughs) We ain't that cool, nigga. (laughs) All right, we knew each other since kindergarten. So what? No. I'm sorry, man. All right, man. Let's move on because um, breaking news happened today. Mm. Uh, C. Breezy, he uh got accused. Hold on. He got accused of um of for rape and drug charges, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, but as the time went on, I should have pulled this shit up when I um. <laughs> as time went on. You know, uh, they were saying, oh, nah, he's out on bail. He's out. He didn't have to pay bail. He's out of jail now. And now there's multiple sources saying that um, multiple sources saying, yeah, Chris Brown, he was his girl was there the whole time because uh, at first the, the the alleged victim said that he took her into a room and they were in there for 25 to 30 minutes. And she, that's where she got raped. And, you know this whole thing like this is it was fucking sick because it's like i'm gonna get into this because now I, this 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 is what makes it hard sometimes when you got this when you got the you got it you got it up there uncle buck yeah i'll give a little bit more detail before i say what i gotta say before i sound crazy people don't think you know yeah. what i'm saying so um add a little bit more <clears> context <throat> to it because i thought i had it but I yeah don't. he was released um after being detained in paris um after the allegations initially dropped um you know about the rape and drug offenses um it was chris brown and two other people that were taken in cu- into custody mm-hmm. um apparently a 24 year old woman claims that she was raped on january 15th um, you know, he's been spotted in Paris over the last week attending, you know, the Paris, uh, Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. So the woman filed the complaint um, saying that she met Brown and his friends at the uh, La Crystal nightclub and they went back to his room at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel. Um, one of the people that detained was uh, actually Chris Brown's uh, bodyguards. You know, I guess they're trying to say like, you know, they kind of witnessed or guarded whatever the case may be and stuff. And I guess using his uh, previous history against them. You know, she was trying to get sympathy. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, so he's completely denying it, of course. Like, once he got released, he went on IG and posted something to, quote, want to make it perfectly clear. Mind you, this is all in caps. This is a, this is false and a load of crap. Um, never. For my daughter and my family, this is so disrespectful and is against my character and morals. He's also saying that he's planning on suing. He should. Yeah, I mean, more power to him. He should. And look, I'm just saying, all right, before I jump out the window, you know what I'm saying, 
Cause this is shit like this is touchy because of the um situ- what's going on. Like, yeah, me too. Me too movement. Mm-hmm. Um, R. Kelly situation. You know what I'm saying? That just came out. Um, and just oh, this history of what's been going. You know how women are treated and what's been going on with women and all that. And like, I just to me it's hard to uh, these these type of cases are are are. Are examples of why some people are saying like, oh, or some, or some people kind of doubt when a case like this happens to a woman and she actually, you know, gets assaulted or raped or whatever. And it makes it hard for a woman to actually come out and be like, yo, this is what happened for real. You know what I'm saying? Because, and that's what pisses me off is like, you got women really trying to make money off of situations that really happen. You know what I mean? Like these shits, situations really do happen. And these situations really are going down and you're really trying to get a check off of it because that's what's, that's what's going on. Like that's like, that's the, the craze right now. That's mm-hmm. what's like, what's going on. That's what's popular. I hate to say it like that, but that's what's really was popular because of the R. Kelly to me too. And, you know these stories are happening. You trying to you trying to come up off of it? No. You know what I'm saying? No, I ain't with none. I don't. I don't like that shit. You feel me? Because one, <clears throat> you know, because the justice system's kind of fucked to me. Because like, how how is it that you know? Because when a man goes through a rape charge, that's a lot. Yeah. Like you get uh you get accused of rape. That's a lot. You actually have to. They they search your whole. They have to do all uh, uh you know these these tests. They get DNA samples and they really violate you. Really, you know what I'm saying? They they got to get every. They get hair, semen, all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck, they every type of DNA they need, they'll get it. They give you a swab. You know what I'm saying? And that just takes. Then you look crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because nowadays it's like you get judged before people even know the verdict or they know what happened. You get judged automatically. You feel me? So it's like they people gonna look at you as a rapist, and especially Chris Brown. Yeah. And they and you using this man's past against him, basically. They're like, oh, you see what he did back what ten ten years ago? Now the Rihanna shit happened. She probably using that. Like, look what he did then, and he, you know, this is in his this is in his history and shit like that. And I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair at all. People do change. And, like, how can somebody change if you keep bringing their past up against them? Especially shit like this that's detrimental to their career and their life. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I think people just, not just people, I think women also need to show, like, they need to out these women that make them look bad. You know? Because I want to be on your side. I want to be on the woman's side. You feel what I'm saying? Like these kids, but with these type of cases, I got to say, you know, I'm, I, I try to, I, I, I try to see both sides of it. Cause like she could be lying. Mm-hmm. He could be lying. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? But it was that time where I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Cause just cause I know there's, are, there are stories of women like this who say, yeah, this happened to me. You know, cut the check. You know, they try to settle or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, give me this, give me that. Just, just for a payday. I don't like that shit. Like, I don't like that at all. Like, you really are trying to come up on somebody's pain and suffering. You know? 
And uh, I just think, yeah, women, you just got to keep that energy with them. Like, you got to put them on front street as well. Because that's a serious fucking topic. That's mm-hmm. that's serious. You accuse somebody for rape. You know what I'm saying? That's That shit is like, <laughs> that sticks. You know what I'm saying? That's like, oh, there you go right there. You know what I mean? Like, he beat he beat women. He raped women. Like, what kind of badge is that to hold? For you on your life, you know what I'm saying? Like you holding that, you got to hold that for your career. You feel me? It's like, and you trying, especially uh, Chris Brown, who's trying to get away from that stigma. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to get away from that light. You 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 can't do that. It's hard to see that. It's hard to even. How do you even maneuver through that type of situation? You feel what I'm saying? I don't know. What 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 you think about this, Uncle Buck? Have you even have you have, what's your thought on it? Um. Well, I mean, I think you said. Everything that was crossing my mind, you know, with the situation and stuff, uh, just as much as we've talked about on, you know, um, in past episodes about like the entertainment industry as a whole, uh, the fucked up shit that happens that celebrity does. But this is the fucked up shit that fans do, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. um, where it puts like a negative light on that. And this is one circumstance where actually if this report is true and it's coming from tmz i actually do hope that he does sue you know the alleged victim um why not you know because that's defamation um particularly like you mentioned his past history he's trying to shake that um i think his most recent thing happened was it was it last year or a year or two ago um like a run-in or something like that with the law and stuff um uh, i think last year i don't know yeah i can't i I don't i want to say it was fairly recently and i know that he's trying to um Again, get away from that, yeah. Uh, particularly for his daughter's sake, you know, um, that's very important, you know, to him from all accounts and purposes. And this just, it just muddies the water. And again, like this is actually careers are being ruined because of this stuff now. Um, sometimes des- deservedly so. Um, after God knows how long, the record label finally dropped R. Kelly. We're seeing like other instances, like mm-hmm. uh, record studio, uh, not record, excuse me, um, movie studios distancing distance themselves from like actors that have been accused of this and going to trial. Chris Brown is trying to rehabilitate his in, um, image, and you can't afford something like this. And I'm being dropped by my record label. You know, I don't have that machine backing me no more because of something that's not true. You're not only affecting my character, you're affecting my livelihood. Something I use to support myself and, and more importantly, my family. And I'm happy that, uh, you know, he was in Paris, correct? Yeah. They, 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 you know, they got him out of there pretty quick. Yeah, it seems, it seems like it. I'm, I'm glad he, they got him out of there pretty quick. It's kind of like, um, you know, <coughs> you know, cause if he would have stayed there probably for a while, people, the, the rumor would have kept, you know, oh, yeah, this would have kept going. And absolutely. it's like, ideas would have formed in people's heads for information actually came out and um you know i just that's what i want to tell people in general just like i'm not saying don't believe women when they come out and say it wait for the facts just wait for i'm saying that's what i'm saying you know what i'm saying i say wait for the actual information to come out because we don't know and i'm not saying that to be harsh either you know i mean i'm just saying that because again we have these type of situations where the woman could be lying or the man could be lying. We don't know. Let the information come out. You feel Guilty me? Until proven innocent, unfortunately. Yeah, form an opinion on what when you get some information. Don't just be like, oh, shit, he did this back in 09. So he had to, you know what I'm saying? Don't just do that. That's that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You're guilty until proven innocent, not the other way around. You feel me? 
Listen. We're innocent until proven guilty, sorry. Yeah, we've, been, <laughs> we've been talking about it over and over. <laughs> fucked up. Um, people can be very uh, fickle. You know, it's a it's a um, microwave society. You you react instantaneously to like the news that hit you know as soon as it hits you, versus waiting to gather you know all the facts and stuff. And also too, it's the mob mentality. I'm gonna go ahead and go with majority thinks versus forming my own opinion, no matter how unpopular it is. Um, in this case, people could have, and again because it broke, but at the same time, kind of got diffused, if you will. You know, very like close together. So I'm not sure. Um, how much public sentiment kind of like swayed, you know, in terms of like uh, Chris Brown, but um, you know, it's just like uh, this is this society. Um, they they want to latch onto something just because of there's so much going on. It's very easy to become outraged. You know, this may this could have easily been you know another log on that fire. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um. Particularly, like, um, seeing, like, a lot of the guys kind of um, going down, sometimes deservedly so. Other times, you know what? There's not enough evidence, but just because it's similar to the circumstances that were previously reported for the man next to him, you know what? He had to do it. That's the wrong mentality right there. And this, don't lump, and this, like, don't try to lump everyone in the same, into the same group. You know what I'm saying? Don't put Chris Brown in with R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or some shit like that, because of something that just came out. Like I know that's again. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again, but it's like I know this is what's. I ain't, I hate even wording it like, but I know this is what's going on, or was this is the mm-hmm. hot topic in the news and everything. The Me Too, the all Kelly shit. But it's like just because a situation comes out doesn't mean you can lump this man in with the mm-hmm. rest of the the pervs and the sickos. You know what I'm saying? Let let shit happen. Let find out. Don't just lump that in, cause that again, this man has a daughter. You know what I'm saying? This man has kids. People don't realize that when they try to get that dollar or get that bag. You know what I'm saying? You again, gotta realize they, people got kids and families and mother, uh, daughters, mothers. You know what I'm saying? Like you really, if it happens, tell somebody. Yes, but don't get, don't just try to eat off of what's going on right now. That's sick. <laughs> that's just as sick as a, to me it's just as sick no oh, i'm sorry not just that but it's it's still it's there it's it's just it's just as it's bad when you accuse a man of rape he didn't rape you yeah um all i'll say is that uh and i know it's not easy in this day and age um when it comes to um uh the master so to speak uh your employer you know, to go ahead and kind of like hold tight. But at the same time, there needs to be some type of common ground versus as soon as a new story hits the cycle, well, how come something hasn't happened yet? Oh, this had to do, you know, I mean, and people just immediately jump and that always has to go towards negative versus again, calming down just for a second. Let the facts start gradually rolling in before we go ahead and come to it, um, start formulating, you know, our opinions and make a decision based off of those opinions. Um, in this case, this guy could have easily lost his livelihood. Um, he could have lost his, um, just like, um, his way of life as a whole. What happens if, you know, France decides to hold him? 
you know what? We're not allowing you to leave this country because yeah. this happened to one of our citizens, you know, um, within our territory. I mean, there's all types, you know, different possibilities or what have you. We're going to try you over here. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, you know, they're an ally. I don't think there's, I don't think they can extradite um, him over to the U.S. because of this. The only reason I say that is just because I think we talked about it in the one of the last episodes about Roman Polanski, that director that did something with the little girl. Oh, he left. He flew yeah, to he, France. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's been Paris. hiding over there. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. So, um, again, yeah, that didn't get too much on track, off but, track, but it's but they you did know, let him go. Tying back. It in, they yeah. did let him go back to. They say he could. Yeah, but he could go back to the U.S. Yeah, because I guess there's no evidence to really substantiate, you know, this claim and stuff. And again, if y'all, why are y'all that stupid to <laughs> lie? You know, I just said they do DNA testing. You know what I'm saying? Unless you do some Gone Girl shit. Remember Gone Girl? Mm-hmm. When she actually, like, yeah. <laughs> unless you're going to put like a flashlight in your pussy and, you know what I'm saying? And fuck yourself up and actually take it to that mile. Because then Gone Girl, she took it there. You know, and it's coming across. And again, we don't have all the facts ourselves. This is merely no, speculation. No, 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 no. I'm saying like. No, I'm, ta- could, I'm, I'm talking about this, this particular. Oh, uh, no, I just want to clear it up okay, more yeah. so like, mm-hmm. again, uh, right, you're right. We don't have the facts. Maybe he could have whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is don't jump to conclusions on shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't jump to conclusions. All I'm saying is this. Let the evidence come out. You know what I'm saying? I'm only saying this because there was pieces of information. It just, to me, the information that came out, he said his girlfriend was there. It was 20 other people. He was playing music. And your testimony says you were by yourself. It was 25 minutes. You know what I'm saying? He was in there 25, 30 minutes when his bodyguard was there. He said 20, he said 20 people was around him. Mm-hmm. That means there's 20 statements they can get. Who lies about that? Can you lie about that? Yeah. Are you paying 20 people off? I'm sorry. Chris Brown probably got bread, but he got to pay 20 people off to be like, look, I was here, boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Let's be real. And besides, you know, that history, again, I doubt very seriously that if there was that much evidence available, Paris would be letting this man go. Yeah. They would hold him. And Easy. Then, that's not, I don't want to have no conspiracy theory shit. Like, Chris Brown is not Bill Gates. <laughs> he's not even Jay-Z to be. Yeah. Like, Chris Brown's a, he's a star, but. Paris could give a fuck about <laughs> yeah, that. They don't give a shit about Chris Brown. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he got money. That's why he got. No. I'm sure that's going to come out, too. Mm-hmm. He got money. He could put Chris they Brown. Them, they paid off the cops. They could give a fuck about that. They don't give a shit about Chris Brown and no Paris. <laughs> and again, Chris Brown's amazing. Yeah. He's a star. Yeah, superstar, maybe. I don't know. But he ain't that big to be just like <laughs> paying off the fucking, you know what I'm saying, ambassadors and whatever the fuck, whoever let these motherfuckers out of jail. Like He's not a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he ain't paying that much bread to let him go back to the U.S. from Paris. Let's just say that. Yeah. And if you don't believe that, you got to do some more history on how this shit works because like, it ain't easy. When you're in a foreign country trying to get back to the U.S. and you commit a crime, you know. Now, we'll... Nah. That's DJ Esco. That nigga was in <laughs> 56 nights. That nigga was in jail. You know what I'm saying? For weed. Now, we'll say, you know, on a lighter note about Chris Brown since he's in the new cycle, I actually think it'll be a bigger story uh, where I think uh, T.I. was advertising it where, um, what was it? He's become the youngest in history to own the rights to his masters. masters. Yeah, T.I. did bring that up. Then they said the rape allegations happened. 
conspiracy um, theory on that end. That is a hey. Where's Raji Armani pimping? Hey, man? piece to puzzle together for us. And it's not a game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's not hashtag Shoot. not a game. All I'm saying, hey Ti, I don't know. I'm not really too big on conspiracy theories, especially yeah. when it comes to um. Like Chris Brown, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't have that much brain yeah. power to be really. Yeah, it's like because it's like, all right, my nigga, I understand he got his own masters, but what does that mean for like the world? Yeah, you know what I mean, like that's just where I come from with this conspiracy shit. Like, all right, he gets his own masters, a big how, enough deal to really be. Yeah, how does that affect yeah. like the world? You know what I mean? Kind of like how they say like Jay Z's and the, the Illuminati and all that. It's like okay, if he was like Jay Z is a yes, Jay Z's a big figure in hip hop and a businessman, but. As far as like maybe the Illuminati is supposed to control shit, what is having Jay Z <laughs> on your team control? And I don't understand. Side tangent when it comes to that, because I got into this argument <laughs> with coworkers before. With when that com- comes up, and some people were actually saying it as a fact, like it was a statement. Oh yeah, you know because you know Jay and Beyonce they're part of the Illuminati, and, you know, and it took everything in me to you know fuck ignore it. <laughs> don't do it don't do call that, them niggas <laughs> do not bite the apple <laughs> at that point don't call them niggas like uh real quick <laughs> you know and then i'm like how does that make sense well because you know he's on top you know and everybody knows that he killed biggie and you know you hear this and i'm like okay <laughs> rewind um when all this supposedly happened or did he kill biggie or yeah back in 97 Let's be clear. Jay-Z was not hot or as hot as, you know, he became. Mm-hmm. He was like a middle tier rapper like that. So I'm like, so he had a foresight and Illuminati did to go ahead and have him sacrifice Biggie so he can join the Illuminati. And he was that good where he catapulted himself to number one. He was nowhere near that conversation. I think that's their point, though. Yeah, I mean, but I think their they point is that he killed Biggie so he could be. Number one. But there was no guarantee on that. There's a flaw in that logic. There, there's nothing indicating, like, I kill Biggie, I take the number one spot. He was nowhere near that conversation. Nas and other people were, like, above him. Well, I agree with that, too. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. because I'm. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> you got to use logic when it comes yeah, to this stuff. My logic is, like, okay, say, you know. Beyonce, you can make a case. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She definitely sacrificed somebody. <laughs> she's she's the queen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, with that, it's like, oh, this is definitely a tangent. It's like, yo, yeah. with that, it's like, why Jay Z? That's my point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see if it was, I can see if it was Nas. Okay, if you want to really go out on a limb, let's just say that he did it. He that's how he became number one. But that's not what happened. Jay Z, and again, he created some hits that catapulted him up to like that top spot. And he's remained there, and he's been, what, this has been like 20 years at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been at that spot. Awesome. But to say that it's the credit to the Illuminati, and not only make him, you know, number one in hip-hop, but all these business ventures that he's entered into to be successful, where he's pretty much like a billionaire. Like, come on now. Am I, it's it's like, take it even deeper, deeper than that. The Illuminati is supposed to be what? A secret society, right? Mm -hmm. That controls the world. Yep. Right, the world. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does a rapper? <laughs> how does a rapper help you control the world? Hey, the world. Why are you? If you go, why go for the rapper? Why don't you go for the the that the person that owns Def, Sony 
that actually owns the music businesses and mm-hmm. owns the you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why are you going for the rapper? That makes no fucking sense. Yep. You're going for actors and singers. These are pawns. If you if you're talking about real people to uh, to actually to control shit, go after the motherfuckers that are CEOs and or actually like Bill Gates and Bill people Gates like that. And those Saudi Warren. princes and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, why are you going for Jay and Beyonce? What the fuck? You trying to bring the Grammys back to the to the Legion of Doom? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I was like, and then you mean to tell me that the only way a black person can become successful is joining the Illuminati? We had to sacrifice another black man. <laughs> like, come on now, do y'all do y'all hear ourselves? Hold on, I might have to call my man now because he's uh, uh, he actually told me I want him to explain. Should I call? You can't go ahead. Uh, I'm call this nigga. Hold up. But. Yeah, that logic just never made sense to me. Yo. Yo. Where you at? Yo, I need you. I'm I'm recording the podcast right now, yo. Like you on I'm recording you and you on the phone. So don't say nothing incriminating. Don't say nothing incriminating. Yo, I got one question one question for you, yo. Why, don't you believe that Jay Z is in the Illuminati? Jay Z is Illuminati. Didn't you say that? I mean, I, I can't front, bro. I think he is. You think he is? So tell. I want you to add, tell me why you think he's in the Illuminati. Bro. Well, one, he throws up the rock. I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing sign. Mm-hmm. You feel me, Rockefeller? You know the whole Rothschild, Rockefeller shit. I mean, that's one. Yeah. And when you that rich, it's like some way, somehow, I don't see how you can get around it. But that's all speculation. I mean, a nigga could be wrong, but I just don't think that's a. I just don't think that's a coincidence that they call Rockefeller, and then you got the Rock of the Rothschilds, Rockefeller. That whole connection there. I, I feel like he is. I mean. Now, that being said, just because you Mason or Illuminati or something don't mean you some devil worshiper and you 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 just trying to have this thing where you're trying to take over the world. Like, a lot of people be saying a whole bunch of dumb stuff like that, and that's not really what it is. So I'm not saying bad about him. I'm asking you, so tell me what it is. What is it? What do you think it is? tell you exactly what it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm not in the shit. I don't know nobody in it. So a lot of shit that I've that I've read up on it. I mean, who knows what's really true? I just know that it got to be real because too many people touched on it. Like Pop talk about it. Biggie talked about it. Numerous rappers then talked about it. Like you see it everywhere. It's like it's, it's kind of undeniable when you see all the signs and the symbols throughout life. Like everywhere you turn around, so I can't really, I can't say it's not real, but I can't say exactly what it is either. I really don't know. So you can't really say can't. it's a fact if you don't know. <laughs> but you say it's a fact. You like you think you know it. Like you said, it's a fact. My thing is this, right? I think there is. There might be a secret society. It could be, right? But as far as like the celebrity shit, how does the what does a celebrity have to do with like a secret organization that's supposed to rule the world? So, wouldn't you go I, after hold up but wouldn't you go after like the people that own oil the people that own the fucking that own the music labels instead of the actual uh, artists what does the artist got to, to do to my understanding those are the kind of guys that are 
to my understanding. And the reason why you get the famous people to face <laughs> is because it, it goes it goes back to the marketing thing. Like you know you know how Nike they'll they'll pay Kevin Durant a bunch of money to wear his their shoes. They'll pay LeBron James a, a billion dollar contract to wear his shoes. Um, they'll pay Kyrie Irving to wear the, to wear Nike shoes because when these people these people have a huge influence over the generation. Uh-huh. Like they have a huge influence. So I'm not saying that they, 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 they get these people to 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 make people aware of Illuminati. I'm saying they use them to push forward their agenda. So when you see Lil Wang with the tight jeans and wearing all this funny stuff and looking weird, like that influences the generation to wear those kind of things. And one of the agendas that that they say that they're pushing is, is to wear tight jeans. To, <laughs> not to wear tight jeans. It's right. to let's think big picture here. It's to 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 take away what I don't know what word I'm trying to use, but like to like for men to not be men. I don't know if I want to say gay, but I like, think you are. And that's okay, man. But it's like they they don't want men to be a man anymore. Like, that's one of the agendas that they're pushing. So, they wear this feminine stuff and act gay and, and it's cool. Like, shit like that. Those are kind of agendas that they push. I'm not saying Jay-Z is pushing that agenda. I don't know what they're doing with that man. I don't, I have no idea. So, hey, yo, hey, yo, Trill, you confusing me, bro. I, I could be confusing because, look, <laughs> I, I could be confusing because I really don't know exactly what it is. Like I said, I don't know. But this is just some of the stuff that I'm, that I'm, that I'm reading about. Like, they right. say that they're pushing certain agendas. Man, stop they reading that shit, bro. <laughs> stop reading they that shit, yo. People to push them to the forefront. Listen, I didn't dive that deep into it because at the end of the day, I can't change nothing. I, I can't change my I can't do nothing about it. But I want to know a little bit about what's going on. So, this is years ago when I read about this shit. Like, years and years ago. This is back then when niggas to get, to get fried and not have shit to do. <laughs> I'm only asking you because you. I'm asking you because you you've been saying this for years though. I'm just asking you because you know what I'm saying. Because you know I don't agree, so I'm just I just needed some something. So like for me, for me, I really do believe Illuminati is real. I believe that strongly because you see it everywhere. And why the hell would so many rappers be talking about it? No, no, no. But that's not my... The issue is... But my thing is, I believe it's real, but I just don't believe Jay-Z would sacrifice somebody or Diddy or these people. But you know what I'm saying? Thing, who, said, who said you got to sacrifice somebody to be on that? That's just another thing that niggas just be saying. You can't just... You got to get a good source. All right, that's it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get to is the people that are saying that Jay-Z and all these celebrities are Illuminati because of these weird rumors and shit you know what i'm saying like right. if, if there was an illuminati but i do think there's some secret society you know what i'm saying but it's deeper than hey jay-z kill biggie you on you know what i'm saying and all that shit oh, like yeah. that thing yeah. is bigger yeah. than that right. Big, way right. bigger yeah. than that you know what i'm saying yeah. like if they want yeah. like flooding and you in. yeah kill Pac. you 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 down right. now you, you get to be in. you know what i'm saying now you lit <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like now you lit, you good now. You get to wear chains and yeah, shit. Win, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think it's that's all. Like, I think it's deeper than that. You feel me? So that's yeah. all. I had to get your opinion. I, I called you just so you can give your opinion on why niggas think like that or why niggas say yeah. these uh, I, artists I or whatever. I don't know where niggas got the little sacrifice thing from. I've been hearing about that for years, but I, I don't know where people got that from. But it's definitely something. It's something yeah. there, yo. I don't and I don't know exactly what it is. I mean, they say they say that they they just. Basically, their agenda is to rule the world. That's what they want to do. Yeah. Money, power, respect. I mean, who they want to that's a fact, but hopefully nobody got to kill nobody to do it, yo. But no, <laughs> hey, yo, I'm about, I'm about to continue this shit. I'm going to hit you later, yo. All right, bro. All right. There you have it. Yeah, there you go. No logic whatsoever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's my man, too. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him to sound crazy on here because he's no, a smart no, I dude. Got, I, I got you. Know you. What I'm saying? Smart dude. But it's just like, you know how people feed you shit when you're younger? You start believing this shit. You feel me? They come out with these fake ass articles with stupid shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and it, again, I'm not saying like I don't believe there's an organization or there was currently whatever you want to say called the Illuminati. With that being said, it has to, in my mind, to rationalize it, it needs to be based in some form of logic, yeah. a rhyme and reason for why you're doing it. Do you want yeah. to kill people? Are you trying to take over? What? Yeah. An organization run by guys that's trying to turn people feminine <laughs> with his. <laughs> I mean, with little wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. What's what's the end game? Are you trying to get because if you try to make guys What's like, the end game? What's the, what's the reason for this shit? Because <laughs> if you try here Whether you turn like he said he was not trying to turn people gay or whatever. I mean, but so are you trying to get rid of yourself? Like you're trying to get rid of guys? Like I mean that that's backwards. Yeah. So you're trying to <laughs> not populate the earth anymore or something like that? Yeah, and that's happening in other ways, but you know, and that's another story. But like, that makes no, the dots aren't connecting. And again, it's not down to your man as far as like you know his, you know his uh, theories or thoughts or whatever the case may be. Again, like rhyme and reason. Yeah. Point A to point B, whether you agree with it or not, but at least there's some type of logical reason as far as like how A connects to B and how that benefits you long term. I'm the same way. How does this, you know what I'm saying, again, I feel like the Illuminati is supposed to be taking over the world and, you know what I mean, taking over the economy, you know what I mean, shit like this, like, oh, maybe the world is too populated, let's put shit in their food or something, make it, make it make sense like that, you know what I mean, something, but Jay-Z and Beyonce ain't got shit to do with that. Yeah, like, uh, what was that movie, Angels and Demons? I don't think I've seen that from uh, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't. I still didn't see. Yeah, it. Um, I know what you mean. Now. L- Illuminati, basically, uh, the light providing light because scientists were hunted down by uh, Christians. You know, it was a battle between spirit spirituality versus science. It still kind of happens today, not as drastic as it once was. And they, you know, in the movie, they went to extreme measures. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they were battling the church and they were trying to expose like secrets of the church, so on and so forth. That makes sense to me. It was fictionalized, but again, you can kind of follow it. It makes yeah. sense because, again, like there's some real life basis to it. You see today where uh, um, evolution versus uh, Big Bang. Yeah, the Big Bang. No, evolution versus like uh, Adam and Eve Adam, and, Adam and, Eve and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's time. And again, spirituality versus I that that makes sense to me. You know who should have. Uh, 
if Billy McFarlane mm. would have wrote the story about the Illuminati, I, you know, I'm pretty sure he would have got a lot more people believing that shit. Listen, after you watch that movie, you're going to walk away like... That motherfucker could spin that. <laughs> he could spin it. You know how to spin it. Hey, so that shit. They need to hire him <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying, Be- just get the whole business plan for the Illuminati going, push that out, get more people joining. Come yep. on now. You can, as a matter of fact, you can create an app. <laughs> Be real simple. <laughs> Illuminati app. Just, just follow the link to go ahead. And we already know somebody that'll sign up right away. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. You know, I even know two people now. Oh, yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, yo. Then on the app, you can get goat's blood for sale. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Goat's blood, uh, Illuminati oil, <laughs> a dope chain. <laughs> you can hire someone to kill the person that you need to die so you can be in the Illuminati. Man, and you won't even have to submit $200 in the application to join either. And they probably got, you know how they got like the different packages? Mm. So it's like, you know, if you kill your, your like the silver package, yeah. the gold package, the and gold the platinum. packages, if you kill your parents, silver, mm. if you kill a cousin, okay. you know what I'm saying? What's platinum? Yeah. Platinum is platinum is if you kill your whole family. Mm, Isn't sense. platinum okay. the highest? Yeah. Yeah, platinum's the highest. So you kill your whole family. That's the platinum deal. So you, you know, get the ultimate Illuminati package. And we guarantee you'll be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's some slight. You know it's the wake up. It's wake up now. Yeah. Illuminati, wake up now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just keep on killing till you get to the top, baby. You do this. We guarantee you by the morning, you'll own Microsoft. <laughs> if you sign with me, you know what I'm saying? You kill three people. The person you signed got to kill three people plus three more people. And then who they got to sign, you know what I'm saying? It just keeps on piling on up till you get to the top of the top. And listen, folks, these are jokes. <laughs> We're not telling yeah, people man. to actually do this. Please. I got to put that disclaimer out there. Man, if they do that and not promote honchos, chicken waffles, and hairlines, then yeah, y'all are fucked up. After everything we said, y'all going to catch on to that, but not honchos, <laughs> which is a bitch. multi-million dollar idea. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> they would do that too. <laughs> They got the wake up now Illuminati, but didn't believe the honchos. TAMP promote murder, but <laughs> but we we promote honchos every single episode. <laughs> and this is what y'all listen to. Y'all listen to us when we promote murder. But when we talk Besides about me, honchos, honchos is our unspoken of sponsor. Of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't give them the credit that they deserve. Jesus, man. All right, let's. Oh man. Fuck man, I, don't, I can't even segue it. Uh, they don't even let that man to the Illuminati. Who we about to talk about now? Uh, he, I think he's been fucking up too much. He needs it to resurrect his career. Yeah, I don't even think if he he could kill somebody, he still wouldn't let him in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, he has kind of fallen pretty hard. Uh, all right, we we gonna get into Mello, man. Carmelo Anthony. He recently was released by well, recent recently recently was traded. by the Bulls. He traded. was re- released by the Bulls, but he got traded. From the Houston Rockets to the Bulls, and the Bulls, you know, released them and shit. So, um, damn it, Melo, yo. <laughs> You've been his biggest supporter. Because, like, this is my guy. Like, come on now. You can't do that. Now, you can't, you can't, you supposed, your, your legacy ain't supposed to go down like this, yo. I hate to say I told you so. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very clear on my position since the season began. It's not fair. It's not fair. And listen. They ain't, they ain't give him a fair shake, man. <laughs> y'all was shitting on me when I made the statement. I see Dwight Howard being more of a sure shot Hall of Famer than Melo. 
no. had shit on. I still, I still don't agree. Listen, facts are facts. Real quick, Mello. Mello is possibly one of the greatest scores of all time, right? Pure scores. Yeah. I can't say player. He doesn't play defense. And these last few years, that's a huge black eye on his like career marks. The he, fact that he like what he made it to the second round a couple times. I don't even think he's made the conference final, has he? Yeah, yeah. What the what's the conference final? I think against who? It's the Lakers. The Lakers. When? What do you mean? <laughs> Didn't they beat them when uh they beat the Lakers? Yeah, Kobe beat them when they went to uh they played the Magic. And that that year. Was that it? Yeah, that was that year. Kobe and them beat uh Mello and the uh Nuggets and they went to the uh finals. Look that up. I know it's not fake news. Yeah, I will double check on that. Double check uh, that. But anyway, <laughs> why you Yeah, but that? but with that with that being said, um he doesn't have the best um You see it? I see him in 2009. That's when they went to the finals. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So he went. Is that? I see that. It's only saying that they played them, but it's not saying. Uh, saying that they played them. It, it's not saying that they actually um, went there. Why don't you put in 2009 Western Conference Finals? You know what? I don't care what they say about you. You're smart. No, just, <laughs> How about that? Let's check that out. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Okay. <laughs> All right, so he went to the Western Conference Finals. That was his only time going, I believe. Okay, even even with that, his playoff record isn't the best. He's like, uh, I think this is a fact, too, because it also came up. He's like 16 and 36 in the playoffs. But that was Dwight's only time going, wasn't it? Who else did Dwight go to the playoffs with? Dwight went to the playoffs consistently at first, and plus the fact that he went to the finals and he was the lead person taking them to the finals. So it was Melo. Melo took them to the Western Conference Finals. Dwight's also a multiple time like first team, like all NBA and like defensive player of the year. He has more of those accolades than Melo does. They've pretty much been to the Olympics uh damn near the same amount of times. Nah. Melo went more. Melo was just in the recent Olympics. I said damn near. You like, said okay. damn near is not the same as, as many. He may years. have one more Olympic time frame than um, Dwight, but in terms of like NBA action, he, he has, has more better gold medals. He has better. He has better accolades overall. He has than a, a mellow. He has a, a college college championship. No, absolutely. He does have that. That's yeah. one thing he does have over. So Dwight. he has more accomplishments. The NCAA versus like what they accomplished in the league. Dwight's accomplished more in the league. I mean, I guess. Not even I guess. I guess. Melo is more an elite player than Dwight. He's more of an elite scorer. Player. Score. Dwight never helped his team get anywhere. He, I mean, well, he did with the Magic. Yeah, he, with the Magic, but all right, so Melo helped with the fucking. that's minimum at least like five to six he, years with no, the Magic. No. Yeah. They always lost in like the first round after that. I was a Magic fan. They, so I know what the fuck was going they, on. They were going on, and then he um, he was with them for about like five or six years. They were going to like the playoffs. Yeah, first they went round, to, and they went to the um, first round. They got to the second round, and then they got to um, the the finals. 
that one year. I'm talking about after that. Because that's the same year Melo went to the Western Conference Finals. After that, Dwight been what? They've been going to like the first round and getting knocked out and stopped making it. That's when they started plummeting. And that's know, when Dwight went on his, you know what I'm saying, bullshit tour around the NBA. And this is and this is awesome that you're saying that because the same argument that you're using for this is um we I seem to kind of ha- remember having the same argument when we were talking about like uh, AI. When you when you guys were using that as an excuse to go ahead and boost AI up, oh, the fact that he took him to the finals and stuff. So you're saying it counts for AI, but it doesn't count for uh, Dwight. No, you're defeating your own argument at that point. No, it does not count for Dwight. <laughs> Dwight had a better team than AI. <laughs> Dwight and always. Folks, he's Dwight, smiling over here because he knows I'm catching. Dwight him. always had a better team. <laughs> Dwight always really? had a better team. How? How? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? He had. He played with Kobe. You know what I'm saying? He in played. the Western Conference, and he wasn't the lead dog at that point. I'm talking about when Dwight was the lead dog in Miami and stuff. Who did AI have ever? Yeah, Melo. Uh, yeah, okay, again, you're pro- <laughs> come but on. They, you're I'm making saying, this too easy for me. Yeah, Melo one time. Dwight had better teams, and AI was old by the time he was with Melo. He was Dwight like was 30, in his 31. Pro- Dwight by was time in was- his prom when he was left from the Magic, and he still hasn't. Oh my fault! I looked at my phone. He still ain't been doing shit since. By the time Dwight got to the Lakers, he's probably he's pretty much like the same age. He was like twenty nine, thirty, and he was bullshit. He wasn't doing nothing with the Lakers. And again, and I, and when I say all this, I'm not saying like Dwight was was like this elite player because, in my opinion, both of them, you know, underachieved throughout their career. But Dwight was more of a complete player than Melo ever was, and that's a fact. Melo's just been an elite scorer. He's never played defense. It's just gotten progressively worse as he's aged and, you know, dealt with, like, various injuries and stuff. Dwight's dealt with back injuries and butt injuries most most recently. <laughs> but when he was in his, like, prime prime. Melo ain't never had a butt injury. You know. Um, <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, saying all this, they're going to both make the Hall of Fame. But Dwight has a stronger resume making the um, Hall no, of Fame than Melo does. Does not. Oh, absolutely he does. No. Absolutely he does. No, he does not. No, absolutely he does. No, he don't have a NCAA championship. Melo has more motherfucking, uh, excuse me, more motherfucking gold medals. You know what I'm saying? More all-star games. He has one more gold medal. Which, you know, one more gold medal. <laughs> I just said more. <laughs> Did I not say more? But Dwight has made the playoffs more than... Oh, Robert Ory has made okay. the playoffs more than both of them. Should he go in? Robert Ory was like a seventh man. I'm asking you. You just said playoffs. He's been more to the playoffs. More. We're talking what about people. We were talking about people that were like lead figures and stuff like that. Dwight was the second best player on those those Lakers team. That Laker team, and then he was the second best mm-hmm. player when he was in Houston. Melo has been the top dog everywhere. You know what I'm saying? He's been the top dog. And he's just he. You're making my argument for he me. He needs to be in the. How he's, does he not need to be in the he's Hall been, of Fame he's, over Dwight? He's he's been he's been the top dog on various lo- losing teams. How many losing teams has Dwight been a part of? He makes them losing teams. They both make them. Like you know what I'm saying. So all right. More th- recently, um, Melo was in New York in his like late 20s, early 30s, and they were losing. That's his prime. They had that run that one year. That, that one year, year with with Amari. Yeah. Right. But then when Amari fell off, it was just it was mellow, right? But who have they, they haven't had anybody in New York either? Who did D Way have with him? Like when he was playing Boston and he was going to the first, even at least he was going to the first round, and he was by himself. 
But yeah, we talking. Yes, okay. There, there, yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we, we go. He talking about the. <laughs> there we go. Did he win that year? Did he win anything? I say he was going to the play. He was still going to the playoffs. Why do you keep bringing up playoffs and shit? Okay, is T so, Mac a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he was going to the playoffs consistently, but he never got past a certain round. And that's why he's only at a certain level in terms of like how you view him in history and stuff. But you keep. I'm just saying, why but, do you keep but, bringing up playoff? But also, too, with T-Mac, he was legitimately in the argument as far as, like, being better than Kobe at that point. And Kobe's considered, like, possibly, like, a top-five shooting guard of all time. Am I not wrong? Yeah. Okay, then. And Kobe went to when, the When has Melo been considered, like, a top-five at his position all time? All time? Yeah, the fact that the no, fact that T the fact that T Mac the fact that T Max but T Mac was viewed as better than someone that's viewed as an all time player. When has Melo been mentioned in that conversation? Melo's never been mentioned in the conversation as far as like an all time. And I'm not saying like um I'm not saying that so uh, Melo's never Dwight been a top either. five player in the league. Who Melo? He's never been a top five player in the league his whole career. I don't think so. No, really, ever? No, no. I don't know about that, yo. What? What period? In the in the Nuggets years, early Nuggets. So like oh five, oh six. Oh, actually, I can't even say oh five because that was on what his like second year in the league. I'm not saying. I'm saying early. I'm oh. So let's say oh nine. Let's say oh nine. Like four years in. No. I would have to see. <laughs> I would have to see that. I'm like, I don't even remember who was in the league in 09. I just know he was. He was definitely in there. Top ten. He was top ten. You can make the argument for top ten. I give you that. Has Dwight ever been top ten? Yeah, he was in also. He was also in that argument. Matter of fact, 09 is when he went to the finals. So I definitely, he was in that argument. I still wouldn't call him top ten. But then you yeah. also got to say like the uh, the Kobe's at that point. Definitely D Wade, LeBron, of course. You know. um, Brandon Roy was there. That, uh, that was I don't know if Brandon Roy was top ten, but I mean, Brandon Roy was nice. You know he was. All right, all but right, but let's, but let's get back on like Melo. Conclude that at, at the, the end of the day, a, I got a question. At the end of the day, I think that this is another ch- sad chapter in the book of Melo, based off of you went to Houston. You were supposed to be going there off the humble. You finally, you know, agree, like, you, you know what? I'm going to come off the bench, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. This team almost beat the, the Warriors and go into the NBA Finals. He didn't even make that shit work. And they pretty much paid him to stay away from the team. I think he's the biggest finesse like, in the NBA. Like, with <laughs> with that, I say it's another sad chapter just because he had opportunities. And, again, it's, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm knocking somebody for getting their money. But – one thing that's come out in like past interviews that he that he's actually conducted and stuff is how he views his legacy long term when it comes to basketball and how he's viewed when it comes to his fellow 2003 classmates being LeBron, Bosch, Wade, you know, people like that. This will be clear. Bosch is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <clears throat> D Wade is considered a top five all time shooting guard in LeBron's yeah. and GOAT conversation. He's number three. Who's that? D Wade. Okay, I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> and, Lebr- and LeBron is like considered in GOAT conversation. Um, when it came to like that summer where, where the decision was made, it was really supposed to be Melo as opposed to Bosch going to Miami. But Bosch, I mean, excuse me, uh, Melo wanted money. 
and again, not, not knocking it, but if if he was really concerned about legacy the way that he's portraying it, sometimes he knew he knew what D Wade and LeBron were doing in terms of how they were structuring their contracts because they told him he chose not to do that. That's his fault. And then he's the one that forced the trade to New York, which made them give up all those young assets and good players that could assist him and win it if he just would have waited till that offseason where he could opt out of his contract and sign outright with New York, which had the cap space. He's the one who wanted to go there right away and forced him to trade. I got a question. Um, That's his. All this is his fault. And then when he was a free agent, when he was trying to decide between re-signing with the Knicks, going to the uh, to the Rockets, uh, this was 2013 or 14 at the time, or going to the Bulls, he could have teamed up with uh, just recently named MVP and Derrick Rose and, and Noah, who was still good at that point, and formed a potential big three in, New, um, in Chicago, and he passed on it. Get your money, man. And you got do, his money getting his back. No, absolutely. But yeah, at the same man. time, don't you can't have it both ways. Don't whine about like, oh, how people view you and then now being portrayed as a loser, which is where he exactly is. The fact that he can score, he can still score. I give him that, but he he can do it in spurts. He's viewed as a detriment to teams. And teams are hesitant to sign him. That speaks volumes about where he currently is. Do you see him getting signed anywhere? On the offseason? Because I don't think it's going to happen this season. I mean, depending on the team, someone may take a flyer and just see, kind of kick the tires and see, are you willing to go ahead and actually be a team player and contribute? It's it's hard to tell just because he didn't make it work in Houston. Yeah. You were there with your boy, Chris Paul. Um, They were just in a way, they were a game away from going to the finals. And you did not help that. As a matter of fact, you made that situation worse. Uh, listen, I don't see how that helps you. I got a question. It don't have nothing to do with Melo, mm-hmm. but how come no one really like gets on Chris Paul's bumper like that? He has credits. Um, no, he has credits, but it's like he's <clears> never <throat> been to the finals. He's been to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, yeah, but he's never been to the finals. And he's had these... I feel like he's been at, bought over some good teams. That that is one negative against them. Um, he's going to be. I know it's a neck, but how come? <clears> no, <throat> do you do you think there's like why is no one really getting on his bumper? Like no one really talks about that about Chris Paul. I think part of it is um, he's gotten flat for being a bad teammate. Sometimes, like he's getting yeah, sometimes yeah, like or being hard on teammates, being hard on teammates. But another way that people skew that is him being passionate about his job where people make the opposite uh, argument against Melo. Uh. Chris Paul goes both ways. I know that sounds funny, but uh, <laughs> in terms of like offense, defense, okay. Melo's just, again, he's he's one of the, I give him credit, he's one of the great scores in league history. He does not play defense. Well, we off Melo. I'm asking about Chris Paul. That and I'm getting, I'm I'm just using it as a comparison, yeah. but I'm saying that that's another reason why that people kind of back up a little bit when it comes to Chris Paul. Um, another thing was like a supporting cast, and um, with the Hornets, he uh, what he was the lead dog. They would just go to the first round and kind of like flame out. He didn't. I mean, besides David West, who was a borderline All Star at that point, he didn't really have much help. That's why he forced his trade to, uh, to the Clippers. He turned a perennial losing team into at least a good, uh, a good team. Uh-huh. wasn't great. They underachieved. 
you can make the argument, definitely. But I think they did make the second round at least like once or twice, right? The Clippers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he was over there. And then when he went to Houston, uh, when he forced to trade to Houston, um Western Conference Finals the first year. I always think about what if Chris Paul went to the Lakers? Yeah, how that trade would have happened. Um, that shit would have been kind of sick, I think. Yeah, I think they could have made the fi- um or at least the Western Conference Finals for a few years. Yeah, because they had what well, it would have been Dwight, Kobe, Chris, mm-hmm. and not Powell because Powell came after that. He came because Chris couldn't come, right? Powell was Powell already there. No, uh, Powell Powell was uh, part of the redo trade after because they couldn't yeah. get Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hell yeah, that would have been a, <clears throat> that been a crazy team. Yeah, damn, everyone would have got yelled at. Chris Paul and Kobe on the same team. Oh yeah, you better not fuck up. You and, I, and, yelled I, at. and I think they would have at least had like at least what two or three fights between oh, yeah. themselves. Oh yeah, definitely minimum. I think yeah. Chris Paul and Kobe would have fought Dwight together. Yeah, and they would have fought each other. Yeah, they would have fought each other, but I think they would have stopped fighting and because Dwight would have been over there like oh yeah, hell yeah, giggling and shit. They would be like what. The f- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. Beat the shit out Dwight together. Yeah, Kobe does not respect Dwight at yeah, all. Kobe, oh, man. Kobe hates Dwight. Um, and I love Kobe because he hates Dwight. Yeah, I, they. I don't, I don't like Dwight. But I mean, I definitely see your argument. There's argument to be made. Uh, Paul has the skill level to be like considered like a top, a top 10 all time point guard. Yeah. I think. When it's all said and done again, I think he's definitely like a Hall of Fame player. He's not going to be considered top 10. He's no doubt Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's not top 10. Um, compared to like his contemporaries now, where it's a point guard driven league. Um, I think, did we get on this on the air on the group chat? I can't remember. Um, especially when you're playing the same era as Steph. And I think I mentioned the article and, the, and I see the argument. I think we talked, I think we did talk about this on air. Um, Steph is borderline Mount Rushmore, mm. yeah, you know, all time NBA and stuff. And he's a point guard playing in the same era as uh, Chris Paul. He's in before Chris Paul. I think Steph's a top 10 point guard all time. So you think he's in the hall before Chris Paul? If they came out at the same time, like if it was like first ballot, yeah. I think mm. I can see. I can be step. I can see Steph being unanimous. Where I think some people would not necessarily vote right away for Chris Paul. I think he would get in, but I don't think he would be unanimous. Mm. To me, Steph at this point, he's unanimous. Yeah. And again, think- if Steph plays this way for another, and I think I said this before, for another four or five years, at that point, I think you have to put him in goat conversation. Right. Particularly if they keep winning, and he's playing at this high level. And he's proven that another future Hall of Famer, uh, KD, um, when he was out for all those games, KD was leading the charge. Middle results, right? You know, they were losing some games. As soon as um, Steph comes back, right back to the winning ways. And again, I mentioned this before, they won. They had the all-time winning mark in league history without KD. And Steph was the lead dog. Yeah. Hey, man. That's a lot of goat talk. Hell yeah. A lot of goat talk, man. You know what I'm saying? Melo will get in there before Dwight. I want to end it off like that. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. We'll get in there before Dwight. But it's a lot of goat talk. And uh, I know we, we were going to have this conversation last episode, but I got sleepy. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I got a long drive home. <laughs> but it's a, this is a great time to have it, though. Right. Hey, perfect timing. You know what I mean? I think this is a great time to have it. Um, Motherfucking Tom Brady. The, was in his ninth? Was that his ninth AFC championship? Ninth AFC championship. 
Um, ninth. So how many Super Bowls is this for him? No, ni- um, ninth Super Bowl. I'm sorry. This is ninth Super Bowl. Oh, no, I want to say I think it's like thirteenth AFC Championship. Holy shit! Okay, ninth Super Bowl, thirteenth NFC. A oh, excuse me, AFC Championship. Damn, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh. So and I was um, just real quick. Um, I was talking about this uh with somebody earlier. If you think about it, I think Brady's been in the league for about 17, 18 seasons. He's been in the Super Bowl for half of his career. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's, let's get into it. Uh, uh, we were going to have the com- a GOAT conversation. Um, before we before I get into the, what we were going to talk about, I just want to say everyone can, if you're a GOAT, there can be a plenty of GOATs out there, Okay. But just for the sake of this conversation, and we want to entertain you, motherfuckers, <laughs> we're yeah. gonna compare uh goat. What you want to call it? Goat statuses? Like how you want? How you want phrase this? Like goat resumes? Yeah, I guess resumes. Resumes of goats. Yeah, <laughs> goat resume. Uh, we're comparing Tom Brady, his non. Is it non straight? Nine straight, nine total. Uh, it's not nine straight. Nine total, and actually, I'm about to look at something real quick because I think I just saw something that even threw my numbers off a little bit. Um, because what is it? All right, fine. I can edit this shit. So let's <laughs> what is it? See a lot of colors over there. Yeah, um, I almost want to say it's actually more than that. What more Super Bowl trips? Yeah, more Super Bowl trips. Cause I'm like, he got five now. He has five, one. Cause you said nine straight. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's accurate. Is that accurate? Nine straight? No, it's nine total. Nine total. That's still fucking crazy. Either way. Okay, yes, it's nine total. Nine total Super Bowls. So the breakdown is like, <laughs> wow, this graphic is crazy. It's saying it's showing like a breakdown of appearances. Brady by himself has nine Super Bowl appearances. Mm-hmm. After that, Cowboys, Broncos, and Steelers have eight as a team. Damn, like as a, as a whole team throughout their entire. Existence. History of the franchise. Damn, this football been around since like a hundred years. <laughs> like it fucking says eighteen hundreds. Damn. Yeah, they. I don't see how there's an argument against this man. All right, all right, all right. So we got that stat. Can you pull up uh, LeBron's shit? The LeBron status. All right. So while Uncle Buck's looking that up, the conversation is who has the better goat resume? Uh, Tom Brady's nine Super Bowls. Or thirteen, you can say it's nine Super Bowls and thirteen AFC Championship appearances, or LeBron's was it six straight championships? Yeah, uh, LeBron or as little Buck number one calls him, Bubron, Bubron James. Yeah, Bubron James. Um, he's been to six straight, six straight championships. So that how many? Oh, well, fuck it! <laughs> Six straight championships compared to um, Brady's nine 
total Super Bowl appearances and 13 AFC championship appearances. Actually, and I'm sorry, quick correction. Um, last year before joining the Lakers, that was actually his eighth straight finals. Yeah. Eighth straight final. Eighth straight final. And that actually makes sense because he, he made the um, finals four straight years with uh, the the Heat yeah. and then all four with the Cavs. So, yeah. Hell, yeah. Jesus. And then he had one with the uh, Cavs previously from his first stint. So, that's yeah. nine. Yep. So, nine total. Jesus. Nine total trips to the straight. No, nine total. Mm-hmm. Eight straight? Yeah, eight straight. So, he missed one year to the finals. Yeah, um, what was well, it? Like, that I think a two-year gap because he made it in 2007 when they lost to the Spurs, the first uh, first right, 10 right, with the right, Cavs. Right, right, right. And then right, right, 2010 right. up through, uh, what was that, 14? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Heat and then 14 up through 18 with the Cavs. All right, let's have it, man. Who's the who has, who's the better the better GOAT resume, Tom Brady or LeBron James? LeBron James. Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady, please explain to me why. So, my logic when equating this is not taking nothing away from LeBron. That shit on him. That's amazing what he's done. But basketball is an individual sport. Mm. And we just previously said that he's a GOAT. Almost on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> right. All time of NBA. So, meaning that he can kind of control the flow more so than any other. And, and basketball is unique like that. In the game of football, you need great players, but at the same time, it's also a 53-man roster. You need everybody else to kind of support you, but at the same time, you're like the drummer. You're the, one, you're the beat, mm-hmm. right? You're the one that kind of keeps things going. He has consistently, with the supporting cast changing around him in this day and age of free agency, made AFC championship appearances as well as um, Super Bowl appearances. Mm-hmm. He's the only constant, and I think I just read that stat. Him by himself, nine Super Bowl appearances, more than any franchise by themselves in the history of the NFL has made. Mm. How's their argument? And then people were counting them off, washed up. Oh, the Patriots are going to make it. The Chiefs going to squash them, so on and so forth. Throughout that whole game, he was calm, cool, and collected. And when they, you know, nodded up, the Chiefs came back, scored. He led his team down the field, and made clutch third down throws to the Edelman and then one to Gronk before finally getting to the goal line and allowing his running back to go ahead and run in for the final score. That's a good argument there. Um, Tom Brady or LeBron, who has the better GOAT resume? Tom Brady's resume is fucking amazing. Five rings, correct? Five? Yeah, five rings. for every finger. I saw the picture. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> you know, 13 AFC championships. Straight uh, Went to the AFC championship 13 times. Oh, and I'm sorry, Adam. One one other quick thing. A-Shay is amazing, but that's not the first time that's also happened in, in the NBA. The Celtics. Mm-hmm. Bill Russell has 11 championships right. out of 13 seasons, right. which means that he's pretty much going back to back to back to back. Right. And even though I think he only has like one championship, Jerry West went to nine finals. Saying that, you know, I'm going with 
the motherfucking goat LeBron James, yo. <laughs> you think I'm going to sit here and praise Tom Brady? Look here. I feel like I'm going with what you just said. Mm-hmm. All right. You said football's a team effort. It's 53 guys on the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tom Brady's fucking amazing, of course. He's one. He's the GOAT, obviously. You know what I'm saying? But he also has Bill Belichick. You know what I'm saying? The defense has to be in sync. You know what I'm saying? He ain't on defense. You know what I'm saying? He ain't out there uh, 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 on the line of scrimmage. You know what I'm saying? About to sack the other quarterback. He ain't running these pa- different packages and shit. You know what I'm saying? He ain't calling that play to run the defense. What is LeBron doing? LeBron is out there. He's out there scoring. He's out there getting rebounds. He's out there blocking shots. He's out there doing every on. goddamn thing. He's doing everything. LeBron is literally out there doing everything. He's carrying his He carried all those teams. All those teams to the ship. Even the Heat. So let me ask you this. Is it also on LeBron for him losing so many times? Yes. Does that But detract- again, it's an individual it's an individual sport. So You know what I'm saying? So let's say okay, I'm gonna put it like this. It can be everything's on LeBron because he's the GOAT. He is the team. People are gonna look straight to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? If you do the the Patriots lose, they don't automatically look at Tom Brady because it could have been something on defense that happened. You can't just look at Brady and be like, what the fuck? Why he missed that coverage or why that shit happened? You know what I'm saying? Everything, if they lose, everything falls on LeBron, even if it was his fault or not. When he took his team, when he made the finals or not, you know what I'm saying? When he made those finals, he took that team to the finals. Every motherfucker, every team he left, they just depleted. After LeBron left. You know what I'm saying? When he first left the Cavs, what happened? They got Kyrie because they was the shittiest team in the fucking NBA. You know what I'm saying? He beat the Warriors and they was down 3-1. You know what I'm saying? That was his, probably his best ever. That made him GOAT status right there. Ultimate GOAT when he beat the motherfuckers and they was down 3-1. You feel me? Uh, stacked. They didn't have KD, but they were still stacked at that time. LeBron has the better GOAT resume to me. You know what I'm saying? If you te- if you ask me, LeBron got the better GOAT resume because he put it on his back, literally. He put those teams on his back not only to get to the fucking conference finals, but to get all the way to the finals. You know what I'm saying? And every ga- and then what? look at that game with JR, the last finals. LeBron balled the fuck out. It's not his fault. You know what I'm saying? It's not his fault that JR did that stupid shit. Didn't LeBron have like a triple double that game? I can't remember. He had like fifty points. He had he went fucking nuts. They couldn't stop LeBron. He literally, literally put the whole team on his back in one little motherfucking mistake. One little mistake from a high ass JR who had too many shots of Henny cost him that game, which switched the whole momentum of the fucking series. That's what happened, yo. LeBron is the motherfucking go. He is the better goat resume than me. Let me ask you a question then. I'm listening. So, in football, when it comes to elite quarterbacks, yeah, on a team, who's you, who usually gets all the praise for a win? Matters who? I don't know. <laughs> no, so, who usually gets a, uh, the the credit for a win for a team? I'll say the quarterback. Conversely, who gets the blame for a loss? Like who didn't show up? It depends what happened. 
You know that's okay. you know that's true. It depends what happened, how they lost. More times than not. I'll say the quarterback. All right. So in those terms, also take into account record. LeBron's three and five in, in um finals, right? True. Okay. What's Brady's record? Like five and what? Three. Is it five and three? Okay, it's five and three. So if we if we go off of Credit, blame, as well as just pure win loss. How do the numbers skew? All right, if you want to use that shit, that logic. All right, I cool. mean, I mean, because like at the end of the day, again, a lot of things are subjective. I get that, but if we're trying to equate it to like pure, again, like I'm a tangible person, it has to be tangible, rhyme and reason. The numbers clearly skew towards Brady, and again, Brady is the only constant because with football. And free agent, you're talking about like only like if you're lucky, maybe two, possibly three year gaps in terms of like consistent uh, players being on the same team, mm-hmm. you know, year in, year out and stuff. More times, more times than that, it's the quarterback. At one point, he had a GOAT wide receiver with him and Randy Moss making the final, um, making the Super Bowl. They lost. But other than that, supporting cast wise, what other like all stars has he had? Brady, that is, versus like LeBron. I feel like uh, you could also give that to Bill Belichick. No, he has a goat head coach. No, absolutely. What goat head coach has LeBron had? He has a top five coach, and this is this has been said in terms of Spolstra when he was in Miami, and not only that, in terms of guidance from the front office, he has the goat in Pat Riley, who who was active in the recruitment as well as like the guidance initially, helping kind of like set the pace for that right. team and stuff like that. Right. Plus in Miami. You have another top five shooting guard of all time in terms of D Wade on the team. You also were playing with another all star with uh, Chris Bosh. You go to um, the Cavs. You play with Kyrie, who became an all star and more of a you know well rounded play, uh, player underneath him. And then Chris uh, Chris Love, excuse me, Kevin Love. You can't even say his name right. Kevin, Kevin Love? Love was not the Kevin Love. Kevin Love was all star in, in Minnesota. In Minnesota, be- yes. And then when he came to the Cavs, he was all star over there too. But he wasn't balling like he was in Minnesota. He wasn't like that wasn't his role, though. I mean, because if you want to go that route, Chris Bosh wasn't balled the same way with the Heat like he was um, in Toronto. He was doing more than Chris. I can call him. No, yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's a better player. But at the same time, Kevin Love was still all star. He was still giving them like a double double. LeBron carried those teams. All I'm Brady, saying, I'm just Brady, going off Brady, of individual. I'm going off of you said basketball's individual. Like LeBron is on offense and defense. He's on both sides of it. Brady carried those uh, Patriot teams. Because if you want to talk about like carry, you can make the argument, even though he actually didn't play defense, those defenses were never like top 10 for real. And again, what other all-stars did Brady have on offense? When's he ever had a run game outside of this year? Shit, I don't know. You're talking about like going back to 2005, 2006 with Corey Dillon? Corey Dillon was balling. Oh, yeah, for two seasons that he was with them. And then afterwards, what running game did he have? They always made one. It's Belichick's offense. You can fit anybody in that system and they'll do their thing. Not necessarily. No. Brady is the only one. It was by committee, and Brady had to make do with what he had. He basically had, he created a run game off of short screen passes. <laughs> Five-yard increments here and there, just right. dumping off to whoever they put the in the system. backfield. That's Belichick and him together, you working need, together. You need the quarterback to go ahead and execute. And he did. I'm not taking that away from him. But I'm also saying 
You saying he didn't have a run game and all that, but it made it the Belichick's offense made it look like they had a run game. All the shit weaknesses they may have had, they it just looked like they didn't have it because of the system. You need a general. And LeBron was the motherfucking system. LeBron was the coach, and most of it when he was the was with the Cavs in those earlier years when he first went to the finals. You know what I'm saying? He destroyed those teams with fucking uh, Mo Williams and all Antoine Jameson, all these weak motherfuckers. And then, and then he lost. He did lose. Because go by pure win-loss, Brady influences the game more than LeBron. Period. He has more championships. You just say yourself. He has a ring for every finger. He does. LeBron has one for three. Okay, he yeah. Three, he's an amputee. He's, he's, he's missing. Yeah. He has some nubs. He got some nubs on that. <laughs> <laughs> he got some nubs. You'll get rewarded for nubs. Yeah, whatever, man. I give it to LeBron. And then, and then everybody also agrees it's harder to get to a Super Bowl than it is to a Finals. Well, the people that say that never went to both, so I don't want to hear none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Again, if it's easier to influence, and again, he's a goat. It's easier to get there. He should be winning. He's not. I mean, that's not to discredit LeBron. Brady, in one of the ultimate team sports, he's risen above that and transcended the fact that in this day and age, with the turnover, it's not like, oh, the Lombardi Packers are going, you know, to the NFL championship and doing this X, Y, Z. At that point, there's no free agency. You can hoard Hall of Fame play, fucking even going to the um, 80s. Fucking uh, Steve Young, who's a Hall of Fame quarterback in his own right, was on the bench behind Joe Montana. How's that happen these days? Mm. It doesn't happen. The Hawks for the Redskins. You had Pro Bowl players sitting on the bench backing up the Hawks. You know what I'm saying? That's gone. Bye-bye in the past. Mm -hmm. The Pats, the only constant outside the head coach. And again, Belichick is a GOAT. But you also need someone to go ahead and carry out and execute that plan. That has been Brady, and Brady's been the only constant, and he has willed players. He made Julian Edelman into, at this point, you can make the argument, he's a Hall of Fame receiver. Do you think Tom Brady could take any team to the finals? Yes. Hmm. I think he's that good. One of the the true hallmarks, in my opinion, um, of an elite quarterback is being able to throw a receiver open. Mm-hmm. versus like, all right, I'm just going off the scheme that my coach called in, and if I throw to this spot, I'm anticipating the receiver to be here. Well, you also need a little bit of nudging, um, little nuance stuff that they point out during broadcast, um, using your eyes to go ahead and kind of like throw a defense off and stuff. During the highlights, particularly during that last drive when they were going down the field and he was hitting element on those third down drives, you can make the argument, how the hell did he even get that pass to him in the first place? Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, you, that's when you're throwing it to a spot that only your receiver can get to because you're throwing your receiver open. But, okay, I ask you that, but we still haven't seen it, though. Seen it from what? We haven't seen him go to another team and take them to a finals. Not no, saying that's his fault. I mean, I'm just saying we have we don't know if he left that system. We've seen LeBron jump from other teams. I feel like LeBron can go to any team and take them to the finals. Well, I, um, you can also make the argument that that's a hallmark in terms of showing his greatness just because you go to a team, you get introduced to a new system. Um, oh, yeah, he's with the latest fad now, this, then, and the third and stuff. The fact that he has to with the same team and he's kept them relevant. Mm-hmm. And, again, in this day and age where we've seen great teams rise and fall, when have the Patriots ever not made – and, actually, 
let me backtrack because they have made the playoffs um, during this time frame. When the season that Brady got hurt, every other year they're making the playoffs. So you're talking about like every year of his career, pretty much he's made the playoffs, and you're talking about out of what 17, 18 seasons, 13 of them, you've been in the division championship game, and again, half of your career you spent in the finals. Come on, it's not even close. LeBron has LeBron has not been in the finals half of his career. He's been in the league sixteen years. He's been eight times. Is it sixteen? Yeah, that's half. <laughs> okay, you know what? You know what? I take that back. That, um, that, that is a good point. Um, you got me right there. But again, like, um, if I guess under those circumstances, do you? Again, I kind of equate it to like almost like I pointed out that stat about like uh, Jerry West. Yeah, he's an NBA logo and stuff, but he's not considered like the greatest shooting guard of all time. He made like nine, you know, NBA Finals. His record isn't that great. He's like what one and eight. He's not that far off from like LeBron's current record and stuff. But you can't take Jerry West anywhere and go to the final. You can put LeBron any. I don't know. I just feel like LeBron has taken teams that should have never even thought about going to the finals and took them there. And, all because of his accolades. Just him. And offense and defense. And he's been playing. And then if we're going to be fair, LeBron played in a weak con- weaker conference. Out, you know, outside this year. Every year of his career. And that's well documented. Like, that was viewed as an inferior conference. So it was a it was an easier road to get to the finals versus where the majority of the top 10, top 20 NBA players, you know, resided, which was primarily on the Western Conference. He had an easier path to go ahead and get there. All right, man. Brady had to go through Bray, Manning and all these other, like, all-time greats. Agree to disagree. Okay. Cause again, I'm tired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm going with the goat, LeBron, and again, fucking Tom Brady's in the goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> as I'm saying this, you know what I'm saying. Hey, let's just relish in it. I don't hate greatness. Hey, man. And plus, realistically, when are we gonna see this again? Maybe never. Right next. I don't know. What's gonna happen again? Everything history repeats itself. Goes in cycles. Goes in cycles. Might not be in our generation though. Maybe not. It's gonna happen again, though. That's what I'm saying. We gotta relish no, it now. No man, you never know. Baby. Sit back, kick your feet up. Never know, baby. Pina colada. Might as well give you predictions now while we at it. Yeah, uh, we'll get everybody else's later. Patriots, Rams. I told you the Rams are gonna win too. Yeah, I remember I called it too. I said it's gonna be Patriots, uh, Rams. You said Saints, motherfucker. I didn't say Saints. I just listened to that episode. <laughs> yes, you did. Mm. You said the Rams. <laughs> Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. If y'all listening, please, <laughs> I want y'all to hit up, please go back to the end of the last episode. I was drunk. You was drunk. Yeah. All right, because you was like, hold on, because the you said the Rams have been inconsistent. Gurley's knees been hurting. It was a great game, though. No hell yeah, great game. They both came to show out, but I just me and B Prince said the Rams. You said the Saints. Well, I'm calling it just because the rest Jim. So, man, what is what's up with that call? That has to be one of the all-time worst calls of all time. The fuck was that? I was sitting there like, <laughs> whoa. All like, time. Like, that's, I don't understand how more, how, that's blatant. Just like we were talking, again, to, different um conversations. Just like we were talking about, like, false accusations and stuff in one regard in the, under, under the previous conversation. There needs to be something more drastic that happens to these refs that miss blatant calls. One of them got fired this year. Remember that? Um, ref got fired because he missed a like completely so, someone, call. Someone needs to be fired off this conversation. 
They do. I didn't even know because it's funny. I remember that happened. I didn't even know refs got fired because it's like, damn, I never heard of a ref getting fired. And I think the league's trying to be more transparent about um about it because they've been getting bashed <laughs> because of how bad these calls have been lately. Man, awful. Um, that was sick. So maybe the Saints should be yeah, in the but, finals, but you know, you, yeah. you can't. Yeah, That's how the game is. goes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. It's unfortunate, but you know, girlies in there mm-hmm. and fucking golf and. I'm happy for uh, and actually, Gurley hasn't really been in there, and that's amazing. Um, Anderson's been killing. I told you, C.J. Anderson was going to do his thing. And here you go again. Oh, he's been on that one game. And <laughs> well, I mean, and again, <laughs> I need I need tangible evidence. One game versus like consistency. Now you can say it's been consistent. I'm with you. I'm with you now. Previously, I wasn't. I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. yeah <no. laughs> See what happens when you say "fuck me." You know what I'm saying you be, you're wrong. You feel me? So you know. Um, I wanted Mahomes to go, but of course, I said me and B Prince yeah, said saying, we were cheering for the Chiefs. Yeah, so we, I mean, but, we're, we're, we're even. All of a sudden, one and one in our prediction. Well, technically, I'm still two and zero because I I said the Pats were going to win, but I was cheering for for uh, Mahomes. Well, I count you as a traitor, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> cheer for the Chiefs. So I'm guessing. Do I even need your prediction? I know where you're going with already. Hey, okay. So who do you, who are you going with? I mean, I want the Rams to win again. It's like the the. Pats versus the Chiefs. I want the Rams to win. I Damn, this is a rematch from uh, get it the fuck. What, what year was that? What ninety eight, ninety nine? Yeah, wasn't that when they um? No, or was it like no? It was like two thousand, two thousand one. It was like the uh, Dyson. He he came up short with the uh the touchdown. They and they no, lost. No, not not Dyson. Um, Bruce. Bruce. I, Isaac was Bruce. I, was it Isaac Bruce? I think it was, uh, yeah, it was Isaac Bruce. I'm, th- I, I'm sorry because I was thinking about the. Uh, the Oilers at the time, yeah, you know when he was short, but um, Isaac Bruce stretched his arm out, mm-hmm. and he was like, he was almost there, and he, he missed the touchdown, and fucking the pa- Patriots won that shit. Damn, that was a long time ago. Mm. Well, I mean, again, yeah, I I just feel like the Patriots on the mission, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass. So look out for that uh, promo video. They're, they're going to show that clip. From the um oh yeah you know they are yeah <laughs> they were trying to like oh this long standing rivalry like motherfuckers they haven't played each other yeah, in like twenty years it's de- it's definitely it's definitely been twenty years now <laughs> like <laughs> long standing rivalry about to show Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk like nigga these are Kurt Warner's in the now. Hall of Fame he's been retired for like how many years now <laughs> right Marshall Falk too like what are you talking about Isaac Bruce Tory Holt and all the motherfuckers you know what I'm saying this one they was the uh what greatest show on turf yep. You know what I mean? So, all right. They're going to probably bring that nickname back. That's when Steve Marks was still considered a genius. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I'm... All right. If I had to bet money, I'm doing the same shit. If I had to bet money, I'm going with the Pats. Because you can't go against the Pats. I'm not even going, you know. Can't go against the Pats. But I want the Rams and Gurley and all them to win. And I like Sean McVay. Sean McVay's, Sean McVay's uh, cool. Yeah, I like him too. You know what I'm saying? You got the memory of a fucking elephant. And he's young. 33. That's yep. crazy. Damn, Uncle Buck, what'd you do with your life? You could have been a head coach. I know. <laughs> I, I really got to get myself together. Like, You know, uh, I know a lot of dudes like I used to work with that are sick as Sean McVay because, like, they're football dudes and they play football, like flag football, and they watch it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like you, you know, you watch football and you know the ins and outs of it. You know what I'm saying? So they have their, their mind. They're like, damn, how the fuck this motherfucker <laughs> become a head coach? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know. Hey, he was right place, right time. More power to him. Hey, man. 
you know, so shout out to Sean McVay, man, you know. Who who wanna wanna be thirty three fucking head coach, your team's going to the NFL the uh fucking Super Bowl. In your second season. Second season. Jesus. See, so I had to I had to add it wrong. I picked the uh, Rams last year, remember? That was my prediction, like the dark horse to go to the uh mm-hmm. Super Bowl. It was just a year too early. Yeah, man. Well No, but I respect the Rams. I just again, right now it's just kinda hard to go against the Pats. Yeah. I agree. But um, that was quick. Because <laughs> yeah. it's time to get the fuck up out of here. Hell yeah. Uh, talk to me, Uncle Buck. You got a song? Welp. Yeah, let's, let's pick something. We need something. I thought I had something. Oh, I do got something, but unless you got a, a song. This will be my backup in case you don't got nothing. I'll let you go ahead. Save it for the next episode. You got it? Oh, you don't have anything? Yeah, um, it'd be too lit. It's Go too ahead. lit. What yeah. is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give it. What is it? In honor, uh, number five. In honor, it's, uh, number five. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's appropriate. Okay. Shut up, Uncle Buddy. Yeah, you always try to end off with some lit shit. <laughs> like, God damn. Let's see, is it in here? It better be. It's one of the It's one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> well, like you said, it kind of fits the episode. It does. It's not too lit, but it's kind of lit. No, this is shit pretty lit. I mean, <laughs> from what I remember this song, <laughs> how it goes, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of yelling. Uh all right. So um great episode. You ready to get out of here, Uncle Buck? Well, yeah, I'm ready. All right, let me turn this up. Oh, let me well, let me get my shit together. Let me plug this up. For everyone that think we're going to end off smooth, uh, you know how Uncle Buck, this is how he goes to bed. <laughs> goes to bed on 10, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't, he doesn't you know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this is way too, <laughs> this is too upbeat to be leaving off of. <laughs> Well, it was a little episode. You know what I'm saying? It was like a good conversation. <laughs> and listen, after that fire conversation. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just too appropriate. You had to, you had to end on this. It's only right. It's only right. So, um, be Princess in Chicago again. He can holla, holla next time. You know what I'm saying? Who I got in front of me? Yeah, Uncle Buck. B, B, B. Big Buck brand. Big Buck Industries. The high yellow bastard. You know what I'm saying? HYB. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> HYB. Who I got over here to my right? Giz ain't here. He got the pink eye. He got Pink Floyd in his eye. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening for, to us and to this episode and listening to the bullshit that we talk about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, not a podcast. Hit us up on Gmail. This ain't no podcast at gmail.com. And hit us up on Instagram. This ain't no podcast. Put the at in front of that. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Holla. <laughs>